friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. Each week, we will bring you new episodes sharing our experiences on a ton of different topics in hopes that we get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice, we are strictly speaking of our life experiences and for entertainment purposes only. Now with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everybody. Welcome to the Be Real Babe podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by the show today. We hope that you have a good time. And if you're a returning listener, we cannot thank you guys so, so much for the support, the love, and the continually tuning in and listening to the bullshit that we talk about every week. I'm your host, Brandy, and today we are on episode 65, but it's on the news. And this is part two of things that make us go, huh? Today we have two parts, we have two guests, and our first one is our season three returning guest, Brooke. Hey babe, how's it going? Hey Brandy, I'm great, how are you? I'm good, thank you so much for coming back already in season two, like a month later, I'm pumped. (laughs) I know, it went by so fast, I'm happy to be here. I was like, okay, we said the first one, we talked about our potential ones, we locked you in and right away I was like, okay Brooke, let's line this up, and it just felt so organized and organic with you, but I think that's because we're both like very like, planners and like goal oriented yes. people so <laughs> yes like, I know I, totally some people, some people definitely live in the moment that's so cool but I knew with you I'm like I know I can ask her even if it's like a month in advance that I could lock in a date and it would be it so it's just like yeah. I really appreciate that about you because we're very much the same <laughs> yeah and I feel like a month goes by like in a week like it just goes by so fast that I need to plan it <laughs> definitely and I'm the same way and when I have like key like you know guests I want to make sure and I know everyone has such busy lives and living in different provinces sometimes you know you more success is when you kind of plan ahead. So yeah, thank you for jumping on on the Sunday. How did you enjoy your first time on our show? Did you have a good time? Uh, yeah, so good. I think it was my second time as a podcast um, guest in general. I was a guest on another gu- on a guy's show last year. So it's been fun to just be a guest and learn, you know, different topics, do- discuss different topics and chat with different people. So yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, Happy to be too. back. And it's so fun, too, because really you get to show up no matter what. Like, eventually we're going to do video podcasts. And obviously, we're going to want to show up not necessarily looking like a swamp troll. But it's so nice <laughs> yes. to just I know. Be like, you know, if you're in your busy day, like, I literally just, like, st- started working out. And, you know, it's like, oh, I could just go right up and start talking because I don't need to look great. So if yep. we do video podcasts, <laughs> I apologize in advance, everybody. <laughs> uh, but it is. And one thing that I love about the show and the topics that we have and having different guests on is we learn different perspectives because even being in different provinces, like, like we talked on the first month's topic, you know, everyone experienced different stuff. And with the news too, like when we're talking about today, especially legacy media, it's not even just different from country to country, but sometimes I feel like provincially it's, it gets brought up differently as well. Right. Like if you tune into like the province beside you, like I don't watch Ontario news, but sometimes in the day I would see like Alberta stuff or maybe Saskatchewan but you didn't really see province to province so it's always interesting to see you know through the pandemic especially how things are being displayed differently yeah (laughs) and down in the states too and you're like oh and that happens in Canada like six months later yeah yeah so exactly like rotates through the countries around the world yeah and especially too with you I know you're also dialed into 
American politics and news down yes. there and, and watch down there too. So I feel like when you do that, you kind of start to see some of the patterns up there. And so um, back in, I don't even know, beginning of 2020, especially like through the whole Trump era there, and it was all yes. fake, news, fake news. And then, you know, a lot of people said he was crazy. And, and like me, I had to be like, I need to look into this more. And so I would start reading titles and then I would dive into the the actual meat of the story and it would yeah. be very different than the titles or yes. you know or you would watch it like you know on a live thing and it would get reported on you'd be like that is not the same I feel like not the same <laughs> totally made up <laughs> injecting <laughs> injecting bleach what yeah, <laughs> that was like, not said <laughs> that was you know what I'm saying like and things like that yeah. so I think that started to trigger me a little bit more because I wasn't for them I don't know about you like I know you're definitely down in the states way more than me so it probably affects you a little bit more but for me it was just kind of like a form of entertainment in the pandemic and then it started turning into this okay no but this is a fucking problem yeah (laughs) totally I'm like yeah but if they're doing it down there how are they not not doing it up here yeah and then you find out like well most of the media is funded by the liberal government and you're like okay well I don't know about you guys but I don't bite the fan that the hand that feeds me so I'm probably not exactly yeah hating on the person that's paying for me regardless if I disagree with them or not on a a certain topic you know what I'm saying so I know and like uh, I forget if I sent you that thing about two weeks ago or not but it was like um that CBC and all like the other mainstream networks but CBC obviously has to push the stories or the lies that the government tells you. Like you said, that's who funds them. So um, the government actually pays them $1.3 billion a year and it's watched by less than 1% of the Canadians. Like what? So obviously if someone's giving you $1.3 billion, you're going to do what they tell you to do, right? Like, I mean, I could probably give someone $1,000 and they would go spread my lie. So pretty sure they're going to do it for $1.3 billion. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck do people do for a Klondike bar? And now we're talking, you know, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's not oh. to say that, you know, by any means to hate on people that are in this pos- positions, because I honestly feel also when you're deep into it, and you say you are a budding journalist or a news reporter or whatever, and you really do feel like you're doing the right thing. You know, I, I don't think yeah. a lot of these people think that, oh, like, I'm gonna fuck up the world and lie and da 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 da. I right. honestly think that they're just so in it that these stories are their reality. That's what they know. That's what they believe. Yeah. And, and anything else is like, ooh, like, you know how it's like, Fox News and CNN and did it's like you're all owned by the same fucking people yeah yeah they are <laughs> I know like you guys hate on each other but it's all fake like I don't know if you watch the show Superstore I keep referring to this lately because that's literally my like go-to escape show but there's like they were like uh, making up all these fights back and forth and it was just like they're back like talking about how they're gonna make drama and get the attention on them and coming up with ideas to fight in real life and I'm like this is mainstream media yeah it is a hundred percent what the stories are going to be they all put it out there they pretend there's some drama against each other so you think you're getting you know new sources that are towards your let's say views morals goals but then you come to find like oh fuck no uh they're just delivering it in a different package but yeah giving the same message you know what i mean yeah and i think it's crazy too like i don't know how it came to be like this or what but I think a lot of people, majority of people don't understand like that in this country and America, but we're talking about here, we have freedom of press. So press can freely say really whatever they want, which means they can tell lies or manipulate stories. And 
like, cause it's freedom of speech, right? You can say whatever you want and it's up to us or the public or, you know, the citizens to ask questions and find out if it's true, which it's sad because like somewhere along the way, people just like, it's this notion that news equals truth. Like it's just, that's how it is. News equals truth, which is not true. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we have yes. freedom of the press. They can say whatever they want. Technically, if someone wanted to go sue them for lying, I guess they could. Right. Um, yeah. Cause you still have to follow other whatever rules, which no one follows anything anymore, but you know <laughs> what I mean? You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, it. yeah, someone, someone eventually it, it just became that news is truth. And if you don't agree with them, then there's something wrong with you. But it's like, no. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think just like everything, it started off in the right place. You know, it started off yeah. literally to tell everyone what was going on, to inform everyone. It was a way of communication. And I feel the same thing with social media and the internet. Yeah. And then somewhere yep. down the line, evil, greedy motherfuckers as yes. always <laughs> come along and fucking ruin it. And yep. here we are again, where we're looking at social media and the way that that's been reporting, having to go off other platforms because it's being censored and infiltrated just like the news was just like the fucking yep. I'm sure history books were at that time too like these people have just continually to like wash all this shit and clean it out and then censor it control the narrative and then when people catch on and start something new then they get into that and they fucking ruin that too and I, that's yep. right you know and and if you're not knowing you're so busy like I said something the other day people are like well why why aren't people paying attention why why aren't they like this is big like why aren't people focused it's because well, most people have to have three fucking jobs, especially if they have, yeah. kids. you know, both parents are working nowadays. You know, there's so many things that are going wrong, your health, your mental health, the chaos of the world that people just don't have fucking time. They don't want to dive deeper into that because their personal lives or their lives are fucking so overwhelming. I'm not yep. going to read that or jump into that article, but now I'm just going to read that headline because I'm just scrolling really quickly and our minds are being programmed to just absorb about, you know, 30 seconds to a minute information at a time. After that, it's done. So whatever yeah. you're reading in that 30 seconds to one minute is, is more what you're absorbing and holding on to is this study I kind of read. And I was like, holy fuck, because I've noticed that myself. I have to train myself when I'm reading a book or doing the focus more and more because I'm like, oh, I'm done with this thought. It's 30 seconds because, you know, that's what the reels are doing. That's what TikTok's doing. That's yep. what, you know, all those things are programming to get a ton of information in a small time and, and shorten our attention span. Same with headlines, yeah. same yeah. with clickbait, right? That, well, that's yep. where my, what I, my crazy thoughts are. <laughs> Yeah. And I, and it's true. Well, I think it's true. It's like, yeah, you only have such a short attention span, like people, and I don't know about you, but I think um, myself and when I pay attention to the TikTok and the Instagram and the reels and all that stuff, and it's, it's yeah, very fast, right? You need all the information within two minutes or less. Even if you can do 30 seconds, you're like gold because yeah. people don't want to watch 20 minute YouTube videos or one hour YouTube videos anymore. They want to know something and they want to see it and learn it and be over with it fast. So yeah. yeah. And speeding, like getting more in and consuming more somehow equals like you learn more. But I honestly feel like in a sense, it's almost making us distracted more, therefore taking us away from like, really pay attention. Like I'm really focused on like, okay, read a book. Don't just read online, not like bashing yeah. that, but I'm like, get back to normal things. But I'm so used to just getting off some of my information online and fast and right now and in this moment and you know, what's new. And I'm like, how about you just stop? Top a yeah. second, take back from that, read some books, read some old school things, you know? But yeah. It's like a programming <laughs> of being plugged in. And I'm just like, okay, you want to get away from your phone. So why are you reading on your phone? And I'm not yeah. saying anybody else. That's just a personal want for me um, to, you know, get away from literally living and breathing through my cell phone. And yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like that too. That, right? My podcast requires it. Like when I'm yeah. researching, I'm like, okay, hey, go to your laptop. I'm not saying that's a different screen, but I'm like, it's still like, 
I don't want to live and breathe with my phone again. You know, just little habits. I know. I just want to walk bare feet in the grass and go yes. look at the sunflowers and like not have any phone on me. But then at the same time, it's like I also make money from my phone. So what am I supposed? You know, so yes. I have to manage that. Manage that. It's that like balance. okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. And then too, and I think that all this stuff brings us back into our phone. Like just like we said, in the, there was a couple episodes about clickbait and, and media yes. and, and pulling people in like all these apps, all these big platforms, they make money off you constantly being in there. So they're constantly getting. Yep. And they back. don't want you to leave that either. Exactly. They don't want you to leave that app. Yep. And fear porn too, right? So that goes from the news right to social media where it's like on either side, you know, on like whatever, whatever side, let's say on a movement that you're on, there's always going to be so much on either side that are trying to get you plugged in, whether you're yep. pro anti for against what the fuck yeah. ever, you know, they yep. either side and you have to really use your like inner thoughts of being like, okay, is this real? Is this accurate? I know I want, I almost want this to be real. Cause that lines up with my narrative or what I think is true, but it's not always that easy. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it's just, I find it wild when people are like, oh, you get that from YouTube and Instagram or online. It's like, okay, but you get it on the news. And like some of these people are independent people making money on their own. And I feel like they have less to like, you know, they're more likely to speak the truth because they're working hard yep. for themselves, not for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> but I'm crazy for listening to the, like, do you just not realize that this is a digital thing of the news? This is a digital version of the the news no it's, yeah it's yeah it's not controlled by the people that you're comfortable <laughs> controlling it so yeah exactly Ugh. and it's always it's always tied to money right like anything yes. they promote is it's always has a financial tie to it every time and it's always like you said you, that clickbait or you know they need they need your attention because it makes them money right it's always about money they wouldn't run if it wasn't for money <laughs> like exactly. it's it's not, they don't do it for free. Right. Like I even know um, myself, I was interviewed by a journalist a couple years ago. Um, just whatever. It was a story. And I, I made sure I specifically told them, I said, do not twist my words. Do not make this negative because I knew that was their intention was to interview multiple people and try to find a negative story to focus on and, you know, narrow it down and, and cut your words down. And, you know, you talk for half an hour and they take that 30 seconds where they can twist it. And so they yeah. did, you know, I, I tried to make sure I told them, I was like, don't twist my words. This is not how I want to be, um, you know, highlighted. And then they did that to a guy I know recently as well. So, you know, that the news doesn't want to talk about good things that you'd maybe see 10% good news on the yeah. news. Like they yeah, don't, they bit. need, yeah, yeah. They need you to be, they need you to be in that negative mind and that fear and the keep you coming back for more because they're going to give you the answers to your problems, yeah. which has never worked ever. So no, it's I don't know why people it. keep doing it. Here, just lick on this lollipop and you'll become like, you know, abs. It's the same yeah. thing, y'all. Like it's yeah. not. And I think it's good to have communication and I think it's good to have different views. But I think too, uh, what I learned in the last couple of months is the word echo chamber. Like just make sure you're not, and I have to do that to myself too. Like there's a lot of times where I would like, couple years ago especially at the beginning of the pandemic when I was kind of like not very like self-aware and now I'd be like oh this person doesn't agree with me bye 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 and I was creating this this environment where it was like everybody was just mimicking my thoughts and then there was no challenge and right and I felt like I wasn't then growing because I'm like okay well no you're not a fucking professional you don't know everything and, and just because someone has a different viewpoint you we still can like that's important to have around you actually I think it's better that you have that around you because yes you know you're you're keeping in check and I think the problem is here is like they put in these fact checkers on social media but who the <laughs> fuck is fact checking the fucking media like I who, know. who is holding them accountable ever yeah. 
nobody they're just actors it's the same thing it's another version of hollywood it's like it's like reality yes. tv i think big brother was my like clue that like okay what i'm seeing on tv isn't real because i would watch after dark when mm. i was like a super nerd into it and how they were acting on after dark was completely different than what they were being portrayed in on the show and and right you know, and so i was like okay this is not reality tv like i knew it wasn't real real but i was like okay this yeah. is really you know and same like i don't want to fucking really talk about the oscars because i just think it's a huge oh god but, no <laughs> but yeah, i know <laughs> that being said and you know whether it was planned or not um i i 100 believe that those shows and all that entertainment they 100 do stuff to provoke real human emotion whether actors yeah. who are in on it or not they know that they're going to like all night he was being made fun of all night all night all night all night and then whether that was real or not planned or not human emotion is going to get to you and you're going to react right yeah um, so or they're just doing it for money either way <laughs> yeah I believe the Oscars are 100% you know for that bringing bringing ratings and all that and and, yeah. and then just watching people argue and now it's bringing up all these other topics and I'm like oh it fucking won again here we go yeah like, yeah everyone's <laughs> attention went to it after they had like the worst rock bottom ratings last year I feel like it's like oh did your network say you better get your shit together you're gonna yeah. be over so let's and, get and, some stir and now everyone everyone is paying and, attention and we're, we're, Smith and Chris Rock's like I'm not saying they're terrible I have nothing against them I'm just saying but yeah. where were their career before that and you wonder things like Megan Fox too like where was her career all of a sudden now everyone's talking about Megan Fox and and Machine Gun Kelly and now she's like super relevant again and it's just like you mm. know I always wonder I'm like you know and then you get a conspiracy theory you're like what child did you sell to the <laughs> occult just kidding um but <laughs> you know and then but you start to really, you know, I just don't anymore. I just cannot see the the lackluster of these people. They're, they, uh, Yes, everyone has to make money. We all know this. We've said this a million times. But there's a line of making money, um, you know, and doing good with it. And then there's a whole other level of just greed and power and not understanding right. the, the implications it has on the world or very much understanding the implications and using that as an advantage um, and moneymaker too, right? So right, yeah. they're ignorant to it, they're still responsible to it. So it's like, you know, media needs to get better because, yeah, I think it's, it's fucking a lot of people up and yeah i think the world would be better with no media (laughs) you want to know the you want to know the news look out your window that's what's happening and that's what matters what's in your close surroundings that's what matters (laughs) yes and i i wish that we would have like that that same thing with like governmental policies where it's like more too local right like you know it's not say all of canada governing what works good in in my area and right yeah and you know and if we could do that then we wouldn't have this need to really fully know what was going on in the rest of the world because it was like all of that political, all that governing, all the, all that would just be to your area, you know? Yeah. Yep. And now it's like, I don't want to have to worry about the rest of the world, but apparently y'all trying to get together and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And make a one big world, everyone together. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, I feel like I have to, and then it's also too. And then my thoughts through all of this is like, you know, if, is all that made up to bring us back into these apps and, and, and lock into this too, right? Like, is there really all this bad stuff happening in the world or, is that just another way to get us all feared and, and hyped up, you know? Right. Yeah. Because, you know, there's like people sitting by waterfalls and eating their, their coconut off the tree that have no idea that any of this is going on. And they're just happy as can be. And life is beautiful and nature is beautiful. And there is no drama or negative or fear in their life. You know, exactly. they just think the earth is beautiful. Wow. What a pure, perfect life. And then you got, you know, people who are hyper fixed onto the news and their TV every day. They turn it on every day, morning and night. To see what's going on and it's like oh that, i can't deal with that <laughs> no and but no, I, you know, 
I remember being little and like kind of watching it. And I remember being like, you know, it was on the background, but not often in my household growing up. It was like the things that they checked in, but my parents always seemed to call bullshit on it. It was like, meh, mm. meh, meh. They're like, I feel like very lucky when my parents were calling that shit out a long time ago because they would see stuff, especially in our hometown. And we're like, no, that's not it. Um, so I was really lucky that way. And I think for me personally, I was like around maybe 19, 20, obviously I didn't give a shit because I was like partying and stuff. But for me, it was just like, anytime it was on, I'm like, I'm just making a conscious effort to really not pay attention to the news. But I did it in a point where it's like, I should have been more aware of what was going on, but I was just like, nope, nothing because it's just depressing. And yes, it's like, I wish yeah. I would have learned how to absorb it and have discernment and like understand what other people were thinking and what was going on in the world without having to it leak into my fear and like, you know what I mean? But instead, yeah. I just, no, nothing. And then now I'm like, <laughs> I should have maybe paid attention just a little bit in my 20s, just a little bit of what was going on. Yeah, better late than never, though, better I guess. Late. Exactly. <laughs> At least now. What are we but... in our 20, 20s, uh, like our generation, are in 20s, early 30s, like we're it's, it's nice that we're slowly and and some of us quickly seeing all this stuff, whereas some people are like in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And, you know, they're, ne- they're never they never will. And it's like. It's sad. And I don't know what made <laughs> this might sound cocky, but like, I don't know what made us the chosen ones to yeah. see everything. But um, I mean, better late than never for us. And by late, we're saying, you know, late 20s, early 30s. I'd rather be now than <laughs> when Absolutely. I'm 60. <laughs> Absolutely. And two, I think um, we're at that perfect generation where we still had a life before social media and the yeah. internet platform. So we were able to see a world where it's like, you know, what you've seen and who you knew were just around you and that simplicity and that, you know, more connection, more community. Yeah. Um, face to face where now we're, and then we'll, then we grew up with this. So we've got kids that have not did nothing but live in a digital world. And yeah, you know, some of them might not, especially born really right through the pandemic or just before, you know, depending on where they were probably didn't get too much socialization and their stuff is digital too. So I feel very, right. very blessed that, we were kind of that, like you said, that chosen kind of middle part where <laughs> yeah. we were able to, and I think that break of seeing online in a different world and that the world's a lot bigger than what was just on the news probably helped with that. Um, I think we were, I'm glad that we were at the simple times, but also in the times where we could take advantage of the digital world. And, yeah. But also would have been nice if, you know, generations before went through it because I think all of us had to learn how to regulate and still are <laughs> yes. very much learning how to do yeah. that. So, well, I know. And it's ugh. like my, my, the next generation or like my siblings age and stuff I, oh, they like don't know that world. Like you said, right? Like we were the ones who got both where like, I know some people in their early twenties, I've never seen them without the phone in their hand ever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, it's like, it's a body part. It's grown into their hand. Like they cannot live without it. And like, I just love leaving my phone alone. And, you know, I'll have someone message me like four times in a day and they're like, oh, are you okay? It's like, oh yeah, I just wasn't on my phone today. Like, <laughs> Totally. And it's nice. It is nice to dis- disconnect. What I've tried to do now, what I'm trying doing is like schedule time when it comes to like work stuff. Right. So it's like, yeah. You know, and you're probably that same way where in your position or however, I'm not sure. But when I do yep. my job, it's different. I through the day, those are my times. But when I have my free time and I get to decide when I do podcast stuff, I'll just be like, oh, I'll just do it whenever. And then I notice that all of a sudden I'm just scrolling and I get sidetracked. I'm like, oh, OK, I'll work on it later. And now I'm like, no, no, no. You need to design time where it's like this hour you're working on like social media to do this for the podcast. That's it. Once yep. that's done, if you have time in the day for entertainment, fine. But, you know, it gets so those headlines, the news, the, you know, and as much as I love jumping off legacy media and jumping on like say telegram or those on a little bit more on yeah. Instagram, 
it's still a suck hole of time because it's it is <laughs> you might be telling the truth but now and fucking now you have to learn more about this thank you now i'm sucked back in and have to figure yeah. this, this is this a theory is this real is this why would people say this this perspective that this? perspective yeah. <laughs> i need to know all the things so when people come at me i'm equipped with all like angles you know <laughs> yeah like, yeah oh it's so hard so i think for myself i've had to schedule time because i i don't think that it's just legacy media and and that kind of stuff that that is terrible i think it's just the over need to consume stuff to just have the most knowledge because we're all in this like over consume of knowledge and we don't know what's right so the more we consume maybe we'll figure it out and it's just another trap yeah it is another trap like it should it shouldn't be a and not not that anyone says it is, but I don't know how else to word it. It's like, why? It's not a bad thing if we don't know about something, right? It almost yes. seems like nowadays, if someone's like, hey, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, I did. It's like, what's wrong with being like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't been on my phone for, you know, X, Y, Z amount of time. I haven't been on in three days. What are you even talking <laughs> about? My my world has been, you know, planting flowers and <laughs> and organizing my yard. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. like, I don't think it should be a bad thing that we're not aware of what's always going on you know totally. like, <laughs> I'm that way with celebrities and stuff now like that yeah I'm just like I don't know I outside of the once in a while when I want to disconnect and just listen to like I'll listen to like YouTube drama channels because I just think it's funny you know yeah. like it's not anything serious it's just something like you know talks about makeup that really nothing that affects my life nothing that I really, right just cheap entertainment um, yeah but yeah it's just like I don't know it, it's it's finding that balance, right? And, and learning how to consume and how you're consuming it. And I don't think I really realized how much sometimes I would just read stuff that fell along with what I agreed with. And I really had to start working and, you know, having conversations. I think we talked about this too, maybe or maybe not, um, that like having those conversations where maybe they don't agree with you, but it's just good to have them, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to be yeah, disrespectful about it. You're yeah. just like, oh, that's what you think. That's what I think. Cool, cool. Awesome. I learned another yep. perspective, even though it didn't change mine. I'm not going to be a dick to you for yours. Yeah, exactly. And I've, yeah, um, you said you learned that as well over the years. And I feel the same way. It's like, I used to just, you know, someone who I thought was, I don't know, inspirational or better than me or whatever I looked at too. And I'd be like, oh, well, they said it. So like that, it, what they say must be true. I got to yeah. believe what they believe. And then, yeah, over the, like the past five years, I've just learned that like, no, you, it's okay to have a different thought because really, I don't think it's possible to find one other person in the world who is going to be identical, exact copycat of you. Like everyone is going to have some sort of differing opinion on something. So why not just look at both perspectives and yeah, like agree to disagree on certain things and we can all still be happy and get along <laughs> on certain things. Some things absolutely not, but yeah. <laughs> And too, and like, and I, I feel too for myself when I, and I try to have more grace and maybe feel this way too, is that I try to have for more grace when people come at me about like having dis disagreements or having a different view. Cause then I'm like, you know, I used to be there and especially if it's something within you that, you know, you know, is true and you don't want to believe it's true. And then someone says it and then you lash it at them because you're like, well, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Cause I don't want yeah. you to be right. No, and then I, yeah, I, I don't want I, you to break my cognitive dissonance to that. Exactly, <laughs> like, and I'm I know. Take it out on you instead, and and you know, I I used to get so mad and fight back, and now I'm just like, you know what? I get it. Like everyone has their own time to look at things, or maybe some people just won't, or they don't want to, or and you know, I started like looking at like it's not my timeline; it's everyone. You know, that's everyone else's. I just have to focus on mine and and what I'm seeing and and all that. Yes. but I used to get so friggin' upset. <laughs> I know and then just argue back and forth <laughs> and I'm like why am I spending and this is just definitely before pandemic and a little bit through but not as much now but I'm like why am I spending so much time arguing about and it would a lot of times be with people that would say stuff like but it's on the news 
but Fauci said it, <laughs> yes. but this person said it. And that's why we wanted to have this topic because it's just like, okay, but all these things makes us question like the, the, I don't know if you've seen the video of uh, Fauci specifically going around talking about natural immunity. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> right, so you've seen that. So he said, no, 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 they don't need a vaccination. Da, da, da. And like, but now they're literally discrediting and canceling you if you're saying that, you know, natural exact immunity same thing has, he said, exactly. yeah. And, and it's the same thing with Bonnie Henry and the mask. She has been said, and oh. the same thing. They've said these things. It's been on the news. It's been on mainstream media, but somehow because it's not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Moment, then it doesn't and it's like okay but you cancel people for what they said a couple years ago and you bring that up and that's yep. valid but it's not valid because it goes against what you want to be true or what you think is true or whatever I'm not saying yep. it's true what I'm saying is is that do you see what's going on here like yeah you pick and choose and you know or what's currently that, being funded <laughs> to exactly, say exactly yeah. and you know like I'm sure that Fauci video gets shared around people like us that you know follow places that expose that stuff but if you're not following it on Instagram Facebook um and you just watch the news you're never gonna see that exactly right? yep and that's yep. terrifying because people then are like having all these different realities based off what they're consuming and so yeah. it's like it's hard to argue with people that they're wrong because it's like how do I even know my source is right yeah and that's the thing is you know we can all I'm sure a lot of stuff on both sides that we believe is true it may be true but there comes a time where it's like at the end of the day no matter what what side believes what there is only one truth out there and the only people who know it are the people directly involved and that's just the way it is and it's silly but yeah it sucks but there is only one truth and that's just the way it is and sometimes none of us get to find out what the real 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 truth is no and not, and I think a lot of people get frustrated I know I do but then I also have to remember being like okay again don't get so wrapped up if it's not affecting your everyday life yeah but yeah it's just I think for us it just gets frustrating because a lot of times and you know because we do share our opinions and then when people fight them when the, when when that's the argument back uh, for me I'm just kind of like okay um, yeah, I don't even fight anymore. I just yeah, get so tired. <laughs> cool. Like, that's all good. I'm not like, if you want to come and talk about stuff with me, cool. But I'm not like outwardly going on posts and like sharing how I feel. And, and yeah, I follow some mainstream things because I also want to see what other people are reading and consuming right. and, and what is being said on that side, you know? Or yeah. I, when I do do that, I laugh. I just laugh. I like, I like want to see it. I'm like, what are they, la- what are they believing today? And I, I'll just be like, oh my God, didn't you see this? This is yes. so ridiculous. Like, I'll just laugh at it. I'm like, I can't believe people think this is real. I know. And it's, it's more so like you're reading a comedy. That's what I feel like. It's yeah, like, yeah. is this real? Like what script was written today for these actors? That's how I feel. Yes. And I think that was my biggest, honestly, I know I brought this up a few times to the audience. So sorry. But like when I watched the fall of the cabal um, yeah docuseries and they showed like all the different like and, and i'm not saying crises don't happen i'm prefacing this right now they fucking do i'm not saying that yeah but when you start to see or even understand that there is such thing as paid crisis actors and then yeah exposing it you start going okay what the fuck and then you see they, they will show you on that documentary uh the series that there's like several people that are crisis actors and they've gone through certain things like one person was like in the the was it michigan bombing or ma- somewhere a bombing like a yeah. marathon bombing boston and then they were also in like something else and you know and right i have no idea about any of these theories but it's wild that that some people be like no i seen it on the news here the, the proof that that it isn't true is doctored but will not believe that the stuff that they've seen is doctored and the stuff that is being trying to expose it is real and i'm not saying one or the other is right or wrong what i'm saying is i find it wild that will believe that 
that the evidence going against the mainstream has been doctored, but we won't believe that people with all this money that do motion pictures, that do all of that, that are sponsored by the government, that are sponsored by, you know, a certain narrative, have an agenda, you know, can't do the same thing to recreate. It's like, well, people were there. Well, yeah, but um, you can make stuff look real into those people too, right? Like, I don't think there's like a black men thing where someone went... But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just to e- easily just believe what happened. Like, for example, I'm not going to say 9-11 is a, like a conspiracy theory. I'm saying this, that I was in grade eight or nine and I was just seeing what was on the news on one channel on one screen and my entire school seen that and my entire pro- like city seen the same yes. thing. Who's to say, and I'm not saying that, who's to say, though, that that wasn't just digitally enhanced? Yep. Yeah. And I'm not saying it is, so nobody come at me. I'm just saying anybody that goes against it is like, here, here's a video from this side. This looks more like an explosion, let's just say, the theory yes. is. But people are like, no, 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 that's doctored. But what they've seen then, because every, you know what I'm saying? That's where I yep. start having a little bit of distrust. I'm not saying it's true. But to me, I'm like, you know, that is kind of sus. You know, why, 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 couldn't yeah. why couldn't it be true? Why, why do we have to say that the thing discrediting it is true? You know, we know people make money off war. We know people, you know, we know yeah. that we've heard we heard hypothetical little tiny Canadian here that, you know, most of the time wars are started from in countries where there's resources. So they, yeah. if if you talk about conspiracy theories of wars, then they create (laughs) this, you know, Oh, we're getting attacked and now we're going to go take over that country. Um, And I'm not saying anything. I know fucking nothing about history and war. I'm just saying these are theories that are out there that I'm like, uh, okay, well, I don't trust the media. I don't know if I trust this, but who the fuck trust then, you know? Like, yep. Yep. I don't know if that was your experience, but that's kind of what for me. And then when I seen that on the fall where she was like, oh, here's price disaster getting paid to look like they're crossing yeah. country, but they're crossing country in flip flops. I was in just Western- going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think my emotional reaction wouldn't let me see the critical thinking in that. Yeah. Oh, Do the little know? boy walked so many miles over those weeks. It's like you would have had to walk like. 80 hours worth of walking in 24 hours to get somewhere. So that doesn't even actually add up. And, oh, look, he's all clean. Like, if you were walking 80 hours in one day, somehow, magically, you sure wouldn't look that clean. <laughs> right? And I had no idea that was a thing until I seen that thing and documentary. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my yeah. fucking God. And then the things in Alberta through COVID, when they were talking about, like, what was it, a, a mannequin, I think it was. And they were like, oh, oh the yeah, overloaded with dying people of COVID or whatever. And it was a fucking mannequin. And they had to be like, yeah. oh, sorry, this was a picture that we used for something else. People don't look into that. So they're going to remember that photo yeah. from before, right? And they're going to push that up and they're going to suppress that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And how often do you hear news is being like, oh, sorry, we fucked it up. When they do, I it's know. buried. It is buried and it's yep. not pushed up, you know? And like it, Google even, you pay Google to put you up. Right. So it's not yeah. always the top viewed thing and the most popular. It's who's paying the most money. Yes. Yeah. Like, again, it's always about money. Always. Always. And like, and just a total random thing. We talk about Google and let's say, and I know DuckDuckGo has been compromised. Um, They're also uh, starting to censor too. Uh, I don't know if that's been always, but that's what I've heard. But for example, there's a story that came out recently and I looked for it on Google. It was a pro-life girl and it was really, really gross. I don't, it's, don't think anybody should go look at this but it was uh again it was how the wording was and it was like pro-life woman stole babies had babies in apartment da 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 although i think that's fucked up and true 
what I thought was more fucked up is that she got that from a clinic and these babies were almost a term. So, oh my, right? So, the news headline was about this pro life and how crazy she was. And I'm not saying that she went too far, I'm not saying that, but why was the focus on that and not how she got those babies, why she got those babies, and was that even lawful to do? So, I go to search it on Google, can't find it anywhere. Only article I can find is about how she's crazy, and I'm not saying she's not, but and then I go and duck, duck, go, and I find the actual fucking Twitter feed, and I found fucking photos oh my um, i did not see it. this no no it. but my point is is that i don't like i think that she needs to be questioned for sure but i need to think there needs to be more question about what was found but again the mainstream media everything that was being shared is this pro pro-life activist liberal fucking whatever you know all these radical words which yeah sure that's gross that you like I, I i can understand that in her mind she was trying to give them a proper burial and, and bring this to an investigation to get looked into because she wasn't being heard before not saying that that route is the right way but it was just so sad that it was painted that way and now the actual truth of it is going to get buried and we're not going to revisit how how she came upon those we're just uh... gonna let that go because why that seems like a pretty fucking interesting story to me that's yeah. like some pretty nasty shit happening here yeah yeah. Why aren't we, you know what I mean? And then, so when I see shit like that, it really makes me question a lot of other stuff too. You know, I'm like, I just, and then I'm also like, I don't, it has nothing to do with me. Back off, back off. But then, yeah. I'm, <laughs> but then parts of it, I'm like, but it's for the show. So, like, oh, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I need to know, but I don't want to know, but I, I need know. to know. <laughs> yes. But I do think if you see something, take the extra minute to read into it. You know, if you see something on mainstream, that doesn't sit right with you or it sits very right with you either way. I think it's important to, you know, find a contrasting opinion and see what they're saying, you know? Yeah. And I don't think everyone has to be an expert either to have an opinion. I'd like to say that. I don't think everybody, everyone, like every person can have an opinion on, on their medical history. They don't have to be doctors. Like I don't have to be a biologist (laughs) and say that I'm a woman. Um, I was just going to say that. (laughs) But again, what do we do? Uh, I don't have to be a vet. I don't have to be a vet to tell you what a dog is. I know. Well, exactly. Right. And it's just like, I'm not trying to be rude. I understand. I cannot explain biologically in fancy terms what a woman is, but I tell you, I bleed every month. So I'm going to assume that, (laughs) you know, I am. And, and, and then now I'm, I'm labeled like a fucking crazy person and conspiracy theorist because I think I'm a woman because I'm not, Yeah. you know, and I just, it's, it's where I do believe we need a huge reset, you know, like it, it's frustrating. And that's our biggest point is like, if it makes you go, uh, what, you know, yep. don't take it at face value, dump it, dive into the article, you know, ask yep. your friends, ask people that have opposing opinions. Hey, I, and you don't be a dick about it. Hey, right. I read this. What do you think about? I've been posting that lady. Instead of posting my opinion lately, I've been like, what do you think about it? And yeah, then that's having so a good. really good conversation, you know, instead yeah. of being like, this is what I think. And then having people respond with their, well, I think this. Yeah, disagreement all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you, and you, and you just like have you the conversation. Get, yes. And you almost get people only answering that when you trigger them. So, you know, it's not necessarily going to be a good conversation, you know, upset them. Or, right. Right. So instead of being like, what do you think? And then learning from their honest point of view, not a defensive triggered point of view, and then growing from that and having proper discourse. Um, right. It's been really great doing it that. And I just wish that, you know, the news would do that. Uh, Russell Brand does that very well. 
Yeah, I watch for, a little bit of his stuff. Great. Yeah, so oh, great. He's great. Um, you know, so many people are like, oh, he's paid opposite. And I'm like, I don't care. He's spreading what I think is true. So I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he's always like, this is just what I think. What do you think? And that's why we like the show too. Like, this is just what we think from what we've gathered. What do you think from what you've gathered? Maybe yeah. I can learn something. You know, like the other day, someone told me, actually today, someone told me, and I don't know if this is true, whatever, but that they put red dye in hamburger to make it look fresher in like the big manufacturing <laughs> markets like what yeah I heard that like five years ago yeah Gross. I've heard of that too and then there's mixed mixed stories too where it's like you gotta look at like you say right we both look into both sides of everything like I've heard oh you know certain this is ground into this and it's like okay like some stuff is kind of far-fetched and we have to use our critical thinking to decide is this real or is this not or is this what we believe or is it not what we believe in our own selves so yes. yeah I, I don't know I comfortable right because yeah you're just listening and feeding into everything that makes you feel uncomfortable everything that fully validates you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't get some validation but if you're like, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. And especially if you're like looking for the demise of something or someone or something to like validate yourself, yeah. like you got to see where that's coming from. First and right. Foremost. I know. I know. I have a friend who's like believes she's like thinks like us mostly. Right. And she yeah. but she'll send me every little thing and she believes every little thing that looks like it validates our side. And I have to like reply and be like, hey, like, yeah stop sending that to everyone because it's not actually true. Like, yes. don't, please don't. Yes. It just makes us look bad. Yes. And that's <laughs> not us, mean. but herself, right? Exactly, like, <laughs> yeah. But, but that side, right. And, the, and, it, and yeah. it sucks that it has to be that way now because everyone's so heightened. It's like, Oh, if you, if you, if you share somebody and then it's just like, well, did you know six years ago that they had this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. Like I'm not doing that anymore. Like I understand that, but I relate to this. So I'm sharing this thought. You know, yeah. like, yes, okay, if that person needs to be held accountable, I am not the person to bring them to judgment. They have their own shit. They have their right. own religion, their own, you know, it's not up to me to right or wrong that person's past. I'm yeah. sharing a thought, you know. Um, yeah. That's just like when a group of friends break up and it's like, yeah. you know, oh, I'm not friends with her anymore. I'm not friends with him anymore. And then the other friend's like, well... I can't be a fr friends with them either. It's like you, the other friend doesn't have anything wrong with it. Right. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's your own it's weird. Your own, yeah. you know, your own unique, you know, thought process. And I think that's the same thing with opinions and what's going on. And I now try not to have like, let's say that echo chamber that's only confirming everything. I'm like, no, I need to start checking myself. I need to be more self-aware, not just you yeah. know, and things I'm sharing and how am I delivering it? being aware in my delivery. I think a lot of the stuff with this news and this information comes to how it's being delivered. What I hate more is when people are like talking down because I don't like that either, you know? And, and right. I noticed I would, I've did that, especially in the pandemic. I'd be like, you're fucking idiot. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, well, bitch, do you even know what you're talking about? And your ego gets slapped <laughs> around a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, that didn't taste good. I have to say like, not that I'm afraid to say I'm sorry or I'm wrong, but how is that attitude on how I delivered that? If I was like, Hey, these are what I think from what I learned. What do you guys think? Yeah. I'm sure I would be received to be like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'm wrong. I read that wrong then. No, this is the fucking way it is. Da, 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 yeah. Da. And that's what I feel like the news and mainstream media and all that and the people that really believe into that, it's like, that's it. This highway, it's it or the highway. There's no growth. Yep. There's no this. There's no other perspectives. There's no, you know, it's black. My way or no gray. way. Yeah. Yes. You're like, fuck you, no. I mean, not fuck you, no. Like, can we talk about that? No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> and to us too, like, I'm the same way. Like, I can't, I have had to check myself too in this last, especially the podcast that made me realize like, okay, yeah, 100%, your opinion definitely isn't always right or concrete and it can grow you can change it by learning more. definitely hey okay. 
why yeah. is that not okay lately in the society? It's like you're not allowed to do that or be wrong so that people get really, really defensive and then they have to defend themselves in this aggressive manner. Yeah, yeah. And, and people, and you could do it with all topics like yes. I see on social media or TikTok and it's like someone could say, oh my gosh, like flowers are so beautiful and amazing and you know you should stop and smell the roses and they smell great and then you'll have someone be on there well not all, all not all flowers smell great like dandelions they don't smell the best and it's like oh my god seriously but like <laughs> and I'm allergic and it's your fault for breaking yeah. roses because I'm allergic. yeah <laughs> yeah I know and so like you said we could just grow we this is not about dandelions but like no. yeah we could just grow we just grow perspectives and like you said just depending on podcast topics or whatever topics you're talking with someone on anything in the in the world it's like yeah you might be like oh dang after that conversation maybe I do need to think differently or or just ask questions and verify my own thoughts or whatever like I know probably five six years ago um I was thinking about like I was never really big into meditation or you know connecting with myself um five six years ago and someone would tell me oh you know that that meditation oh it's so weird like oh you know this friend of mine they'd be like oh she does it and like she's so weird and I'm just yeah. like and th- and then at that time I'm like oh maybe she is weird you know I was starting yeah. to believe what my friend said and I was like oh weird and then it's like once I kind of became I don't know what you want to call it more wholesome or more like self-focused yeah so that kind of thing and self-growth I was like I want to try meditating. And then like, for me, yeah, it took some practice, but oh my gosh, like I felt amazing. And so if I hadn't been open to that other side of the perspective and actually asking questions or trying it for myself and actually giving it a good try, I would have never known that it's actually what I love the most now for the past five years when I really need, you know, some help during a certain time of the day or certain moment in my life or day. It's like, yeah, I'll do a quick meditation. And yeah, had I not been open to that, I never, I would probably still not have that tool in my yeah, pocket. Totally. And I think that's all like, and I think that tool kind of gets used where it's like human connection and like shaming or guilt and like that community, right? So if like the people around you think it's weird and you're like, oh, I kind of want to fit in with them. So I'm not going to kind of do it or I'm not going to bring it up. You know, and yeah. I think that's where it's so important to have the people around you that are open for you to do those, you know, weird things or quote unquote. And I'd be the same way, like, oh, I don't want to do that because people might think that I'm weird you know, but I mean, yeah. I kind of like her and what she's saying is that it's really beneficial, but like all these other people don't want me to sit around and go, ah, they think that's weird. And I mean, yeah, it is kind of, or whatever. And then you do it <laughs> yeah. you're like, holy fuck, this is so great. And like, yeah, you know, and you, like you said, you wish that you would have just let that go, but it's like this weird ego that forms around you or this like humility that you're going to be embarrassed or something. And then once you get past the point where you just don't fucking care if you're going to be embarrassed yeah. because you just, yeah. just want to do what's best for you, you realize how beneficial that is. And then you remember what it's like to be in that form. That's why I always try to have grace with people. And I'm not perfect at everything, but if there's somebody that, let's say, um, for me, I started practicing gratitude in any form about five, six years ago. And it 100% changed my life. And the more I do it, the more it changes my life. And mm-hmm. the more I see things differently, whether that it's changed my life externally or just made me see my life differently. And then I see someone that's very like, you know, lacking and very upset and very sad. And, you know, always like, this is always happening to me. And, and you know, that, whether they're a victim or not like victim mentality where I was and you're just like, Oh man, like I'm so proud of myself for getting myself out of that. Yes. Seeing, you know, and and growing from that. And so I try to give those people a little more more grace at the same time being like, Hey, have you ever thought about doing this without being pushy? Because I know like when I was in that state, if someone was just like, you know, someone's like, okay, just breathe, just breathe through it. If you're an anxious person and you haven't experienced breath work and meditation and yoga and how beneficial that is to your regulating system that is offensive 
You know yep. what I mean? So <laughs> I always try to have grace and not being like, Hey, you look like you're like, you hate life and shit's <laughs> life. Like, have you ever thought about just like positive thinking one time a day, you know, like, that <laughs> yeah. like oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. like I'm coming to time where people have like, you know, I, I, for a long time, I'm just like, I wish I didn't know. And I just believed what the news said to me and just made it super easy that I could just go somewhere. Someone said <laughs> the other day, some people just want to be told what to do. Yeah. Because yep. then they don't have any responsibility for the actions that they take. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Like, oh shit. <laughs> You're like snap. Oh, I know. And I think that's like how, and you know, of course we're looked at as the minority or whatever of thoughts and we're weird yes. and whatever. Cause we're not like the mainstream, but at the, when you really think about it, like that, one of the first sentences I said at the beginning of this, at the beginning of this episode was 1% of Canadians watch the news. So are they really catering? You know, what audience are they catering to? So does that mean 1% believe all that? And we are actually part of the 99%. So it's also that thought, right? Is they try yes. to make us think that we are um, the less thinkers or the weird ones outcasts. or whatever, but really, yeah, the outcasts, totally. That's the word. <laughs> so right? it's and like, ashamed, right? we are actually Ooh. part of the 99%, but that yes. 1% watching the the funded thing that that only caters to the one percent makes everyone try to pretend that they're the right ones and it's yes. just weird right because 99 percent of people aren't even watching them yeah, yeah definitely scream the loudest you're like okay cool, cool yeah and yeah I and I think it's super important with all of this it's like information is good actually I was watching something what was his name today I was watching a video of Proctor and he was like knowledge isn't power knowledge is a powerful like potential power but you can have mm. all the knowledge in the world but like as, I don't know I'm, I'm verbatim quoting but like if, yep, you, yep. if you you have all the knowledge in the world and it's potential power because if you don't use it you don't know how to use it you don't know how to you know action that yep. that knowledge it's useless because you can know the most knowledgeable people in the world do not have success with like their money or yes their because they have all this knowledge and some people can can, can remember stuff and they can go into tests and they consume all this but they don't have the confidence, the balls, the oomph to put it into action, right. you know, and so it, it's, it's a little bit of both. It, it's having that street smarts, the, the, the experience, the human connection, the knowledge, the failing, the, all that on top of having, you know, the, the other knowledge, like he said, then if that was the case, then librarians would be billionaires. I was like, hey, oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And cool. well, and exactly because with total transparency is, I used to go to so many courses and so many events and do so many courses and, you know, go to these big things and they were incredible and I needed them at the time. There were so many that I needed, but after a while, you know, I'd have a friend message me, Hey, are you doing this course? Or, Hey, are you going to this event? Um, and I was, and eventually I clued into myself and I'm like, you know what? They're fun. And that's why I would go to them was the fun, the people, the excitement, the, you know, the parties, whatever they were fun. But I wasn't always some things. Yes, but I was not always putting action into what I was learning. Yeah. And so I just kept learning the same thing over and over, but I didn't actually take action to it. So it wasn't getting me the results that I wanted, right? Because I wasn't doing those actions. And so, mm -hmm. no, I eventually I was like, no, I'm not going to do that course because like, I already know what I need to do and I haven't been doing it. So I'm not just going to go spend money on another course, another event, go to another thing in Vegas. Like I'm just not because... Yeah it's up to me to make the decision and take action on what I already know. And it's sitting in my brain. And yeah, like you said, librarians, all librarians would be billionaires if it was just knowledge. But yeah, 
you have to put it into your power. And that's what worries me too. And I, I, again, these courses and those things that we've done them together, I do a lot. I still find value in them, but what also, I don't know if you've noticed as of recently, um, when I used to do these courses, I I take a lot of the education out and I do believe in coaching and one-on-one, but what I've noticed lately is that they don't teach the part that you need to action and how to get there, but they're going to give you this free course, which is fine. People need to make money or they give you the cheaper course. And then they teach you all these things. And I just did this one and I loved it. It was really great. Um, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have done this, but it's Mastin Kip. And it was really great. It was about finding life purpose through trauma. And mm. it was really amazing. I really loved it, the workbooks and everything that he gave and it was free. So I a hundred percent believe that, yeah, that's, you need to switch. But at the end of it, I kind of stopped the last day because half of the course was him talking about how you can't do it on your own, which I agree. You need a team. And, but the only way to get to the next step is to sign up for the thousand dollar course. Yeah. Whether I agree, that's great. A hundred percent. I think I'd rather take a course that was a couple hundred dollars to get a little bit more, not being here's half of it. Um, you can't do anything without me. Now you need to spend another thousand dollars. And it's like, okay, but if I do that, are you actually going to give me the answers? Are you going to next thing you're going to have to do exactly so that I can take that action plan and coach you through it. You can't do it without me. And that's where I don't like this coaching mentality. Yes. Of like, you can do this, but you can't do it without me holding your hand because right. Doctors, teachers, all that, if they're good, in my opinion, yes, you want to have them depending, but they should be teaching you how to co-regulate and do these things on your own and teach you that in your life. You know, it's not meant to be a lifelong practitioner in my opinion, that's what I would want to go for. Right. So that's where I look for people that are like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. And I believe they need to take their money, but at what level? So I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like you went to all these courses and they're so great. Like the one that we went to, it was amazing. And I go back and revisit it and they, they did give us definitely more action tools, but some of them are so full of fluff. Um, Yeah. And that really comes back to like this stuff too. It's like, they're doing the same thing. The news did where it's just like sucking you back in more and more and more money off of you. And being t- telling you how to live your life and what you should yep. be doing next and you're paying for that and I yep. don't think that's always needed and and but people right. are looking for that you tell me what to do so it's like oh well I did this well it's this coach's fault because I took this course and this is what they told me to do and I dumped all this money in and it's that fault you know yeah and, and that's where no. they they kind of twist it like you said dumping the money in and I get it again it circles back to bit oh my god I can't believe I just said that scratch I'm never <laughs> saying that again I hate that line <laughs> anyways going back to what what you said about dumping money in it's like yeah you look at all these gurus and I get it. I get it. Some people do need that handhold and being told what to do all the time. Some people crave that they need to be told what to do. But you look at a lot of these gurus, and I'm sure we've probably looked at some of the same ones. And they have tons and tons of free content out there that is incredible and amazing. But people don't take action with it because they haven't invested money into it. And so that's what and I've even heard some of these gurus say they're like, you know, I put out value, I put out value, I put out value every day and people don't take action. But once they actually invest money, they feel like they have to start taking action. And so that's where, you know, my mind goes is look at all these free, you know, on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or wherever they're posting their content, you can learn so much, whether that's personal, you know, personally to grow or financially or what, whatever aspect there's gurus in every part of the every part of life so yeah there's like so much free content out there that can change your life but that's what they do some of them right they oh well you're gonna need to do this so here's my next course for 997 or a payment plan of this and you know they try they just catch you and so I get it it's business they have to pay their bills too so but at the end of the day 
you got to look at the bigger picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's M2 and it's like, okay, well, if you know all this needs action and you know, I need to take it to the next step. Couldn't you just be like at the beginning, like, look, I'm going to tell you some things a hundred percent. You're going to need the next step. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to, you're going to, what I'm going to give you for free from this. And then we can go off like, and that's, and that's good. I, I'm not saying that people shouldn't give free content, but then too, we got the same sense where you're on the other side as a salesperson, you know, that yeah. that free content and what they're doing is also part of their business plan to get you back in the door because it's yeah. business as well. So there's got to be a float where it's like, yeah, hundred percent. But like, again, like when we're looking, talking like big pharma and how like unethical that is, you know, there are some coaches that are reasonably priced that do take care of, but there's some that are just absolutely yep. ridiculous. It's repetitive information. And you're like, yep. wow, you, you went on the internet, took everything from somebody else, just put your name on it. And now you're selling it. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So there isn't that, and, but you have to use your discernment, right. And find people that you look at to be truly successful in what you think, you know, and make sure yes. you're not just looking at their Instagram reels and, and, you know, thinking that that's, that's it. But um, yep. point being though, a lot of the stuff, whether you're watching it on the news, if you're on something, even if it's an uncensored platform or your friends, you know, you really have to, I just don't think everyone should take everything at face value always, you know, like, right. Be aware of it. If it's too good to be true or it probably isn't, or if it's too bad to be true, it probably isn't, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> people make yeah. money off of you fearing and going back to it. Like we said, you know, if, if everyone's like, oh, everything's good in the world today everything's good in the world today, every single day, you probably not go back to see that everything's good. Not saying that it is, right? but there's got to be that balance, right? So if you're following mainstream media or legacy or even any pages, there's a lot of pages. Even sometimes I've had to follow unfollow rebel news or just like, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, you're, where you think it's the same thing, but you're doing the same thing on the other side where you're just, you know, you're going too hard on this in that sense, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think the biggest one for me, and I know that for you when it was like, to confirmation that the news wasn't reporting properly in Canada was the freedom convoy and the protest. Yes. And having watching that live, you know, that Friday when the cops showed up and watching how it was being reported was my like nail in the coffin there being like, okay, legacy media is fucking done. Done. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and as much as I love Tucker Carlson, I still think that he's also as well, like it's back and forth, right? And mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. though he does agree and he lines up with a lot of the things that, you know, I agree with, I'm still like, ah, eh, that seems too easy. Why hasn't yeah. he been censored yet? You know? And yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I think it's great when you can have conversations with people that are open-minded to, you know, other sources outside of the ones that are funded by, all these rich people, you know, the yeah the independent uh, journalists, the the people which we will have on the show today, um, and the people even like me and you that that you know are just good people that just want to talk about stuff. You know, I think yeah. it's great to talk to everyone and people that are open minded to listen to the other side of the conversation or perspective and and absorb it without being a dickhead. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't promise I'm always not a dickhead. <laughs> There's sometimes it's necessary. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, just because we have our days. We have we our do. moments. <laughs> yeah. Especially one time of the month. Like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> just throw yeah. it and run away. But I think yep. what matters is, is let's stop arguing about what, you know, those kind of things. Let's have general open conversations and let's be graceful to people that have opposite, you know, knowledge of us, perspectives, being open to new ones. Um and 
you know, and disconnecting. We've said that so many times. It's hard because we're like, disconnect, but listen to my podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen to my podcast and then go and then walk in the grass in your bare feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go into some moments of, you know, and, and, and I read something the other day too. I think it was like that. His name's Bobby Sauce, take naps guy on Instagram. And it was, uh, just make sure that you're um, creating more than you're consuming. Make sure you're putting more yeah. there than the bad that you're consuming in the world and find that balance. Read stuff, but don't absorb it. You know, don't just read headlines. Jump into that. Read what they're saying. Don't just take it from C. Please don't take it from CNN. Um, <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, or no. CBC, um, you know, and yeah. challenge yourself. Challenge yourself always. You know, challenge the narrative. Challenge the story. Challenge yourself. Um, is yep. this, is this the story that's feeding into what I want to believe is true? So it, so I'm right. Cause I have, my ego is telling me I have to be right with fucking right. everything. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel. Do you have any more thoughts, Brooke, on, uh, on those that consume? No, not those, but just strictly <laughs> actually, no, I'll say it this way. Do you have any advice for those that or places that they could go where they want to break through that mainstream media? Like, where do you, where do you look when you want to find the truth or more aligned <laughs> to what you think the truth is? honestly this is gonna sound so like buddha but it's like i just look within (laughs) i look inside i feel myself i feel if you know i i consume it from whatever if that's a uh individual journalism right you know through tiktok or instagram and someone who's actually there in person or if it is some crazy wild cnn thing um you know i just process that within myself and i feel my own values and my own morals and my own thoughts and i'm like does this feel good to me. Right. And I ask myself that question, like, is this real? And so that comes down to that critical thinking. Right. And so for anyone who's like looking, how can I, where can I look or how can I look? It's like, okay, look at more than what you're looking at right now. That's where I would start is don't just keep looking at the same thing. And then all of it, both perspectives, just, yeah, look, look within and be like, Hey, this side saying this, how does that make me feel that side saying that, how does this make me feel? And feel that because I think a lot of people and I don't think about this enough because I'm so out of it now, but I forget that, yeah, some people, they don't know how to do that. They don't know how to feel and think and feel that energy of like their own thoughts, right? It's just immediately whatever is on the news, that's what's happening. And this is what they say. And it's just like a robot. So yeah, I'd say, look within, look Feel, feel how something really does make you feel, not those around you, not your what your parents say, your siblings say, your, your grandparents say, your kids say, just feel, feel really. Yes. I have your, I think what's missing for a lot of people is their confidence, you know, they don't yeah. feel confident to believe what their gut feeling is telling them. They don't have the confidence to being like, well, I'm not an expert, so I shouldn't have an opinion in this matter. It's like, well, no, but you're still a, an adult. you still have human experience. It still affects you in a way your thought that's how it seems like it's made to be it's like if you're not a professional therefore you don't have an opinion but you have an opinion of how that affects your life it doesn't mean you're going out there selling it saying like believe my you know and just having the faith of like does this feel good am I am I and to one thing that I've uh, learned recently is a lot of people also myself included don't want to sit in feelings right they don't want to sit why does this make me angry why does this make me upset we we push it away because we're taught that bad feelings are bad and we don't want to have them right but what's I think more important to heal and grow and also so it doesn't let's say trigger you down the road is to sit in that feeling why does that news thing piss me off so much yeah what's the core here like and it's a good thing that's your body your feelings and your emotions your body triggering you from past trauma past thoughts past patterns and instead of ignoring them let's rebuild health patterns right like 
So if the news is triggering you and it hurts you too much, but you still want to know, then regulate that for yourself. You're a fucking yeah. adult, you know, just like, Hey, I'm just going to look at this news source on Sunday until you can regulate how you're consuming that. I'm not saying yep. you're fucking ignorant. Don't be a goddamn ostrich and stick your head in the ground. <laughs> but yeah. if it's, it's to the point, you know, where it's like, for example, with, let's say food shortages. I know a lot of people are worried. Motherfuckers, they've been talking about food shortages for two years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and maybe it's going to happen tomorrow. I have no idea. But to live in the constant fear, and I do that myself, I have my moments. I'm not going to lie. You know, yeah. but again, I'm like, okay, uh, that means that I've been consuming this too much because even if yes. it does happen, how am I, what do I have to do? Okay. Maybe I go get a little bit extra food. I'm not saying hoard. I'm saying, you know, have that so yeah. I feel safe when this comes up again. But I'm going to feel that. Okay. I'm fearful. Why? I'm not prepared. Okay. Yes. What do I, need exactly. to do? I need to prepare. Yep. So when this feeling and emotion comes back, I can ride through that being like, yeah, I'm fucking set. That's okay. This yep. keeps coming at me. But why I'm, what, what happened, I think, is people that don't want to realize, well, I need to go get prepared. It's just like, oh, I'm just afraid. And then I shut down. Right. It's yeah. Like, okay, you know, I'm not going to feel afraid. I'm going to pretend this isn't a real thing or fuck the news. That's yep. a conspiracy theory or whatever. Instead, for me, I've had to be like, okay, this is making me fearful. Why? Well, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm equipped. Okay, how do we get equipped? Yes, get that's a proper things. thought process that right? a lot of people have. It's been dumbed down to be like, nope, you can't be scared, so stop being scared. But then those are the ones running to the grocery store when they're told everything's the world's ending. <laughs> exactly, right? And so it's co-regulating co-regu- it's those emotions and sitting mm-hmm. in them, working with the uncomfortable and making them not uncomfortable anymore, you know? And it's easier right. said than done. I'm not saying, but you know, it's just little things like that, that I've been like, okay, again, is this how, is this real life? Or is this the story I'm telling myself? You yes. know, do I have a reason to be fearful? Maybe, but is it to shut down entirely on this subject? Probably not. How do I prevent this from the next time? I'm a little bit more prepared. I set myself up. So if I get another, oh, the supply chain is going to shut down on inflation. I'm like, it's fine. I've got a month's worth of food in my basement. Or whatever yes. that is to you, you know, I'm not saying go run and st- I'm just saying if that's something that's fearful for you or, you know, whatever that is. And I think that yeah. cliches I've now learned are literally life rules. So face <laughs> your fucking fear. And the other way is like go through thing and a pattern that's uncomfortable until it's comfortable till your body feels safe and your nervous system feels safe. So it doesn't react. You can do. Yeah. And this is what I want to say to you going to these courses and all this. I learned our high, uh, high level coping. Um, and like low level coping would be, let's say like drug addiction, like abuse, violence, all that kind of stuff where high level coping is like, okay, I'm, I'm drinking my dream green juice. I'm going to my things. I'm doing my meditation. I'm doing my gratitude. Things are good. Course, course, course. Are you dealing with your nervous system? Are you dealing with your reactions in your body? Are you making it feel safe? Or are you just doing all these courses and not putting anything into action because you're actually afraid because you haven't addressed your insides? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that's those things that I've been learning because I'm like, I need to do better. I want to learn more. I want to be more equipped for when this stuff happens. Right. So I've been trying yep. to do those courses because I do have that fear of like, oh, my God, I'm an adult. And I don't, you know, so it's facing those fears. That's, you know, you break it down. You're like, oh, that's really just facing your fear. Okay. Fuck. You know? Yeah. Like, so be true. Grateful. <laughs> be grateful for life. The more you put out, you know, energy in, energy out. People are like, oh, voodoo, voodoo. And then you get into it. Like, oh, no, that's 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 how it is. Fuck. <laughs> yeah yeah why do we complicate everything you know like calories in calories out like that's yes there's more to it there's details but essentially yeah. it's pretty simple yeah eat good food not bullshit very simple yeah we, we know those <laughs> things but we don't action them why sit in that moment why aren't you actioning kind of speared head off there but anyways Brooke thank you so much for coming back on the show um for your second time uh won't be your last because now I think we've got you hooked um (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so many good talks there's so many good talks always and we could just keep going especially as we're getting more and more into this and the world is 
you know, changing. I think, like I said earlier, I think things are going to change from it went from news to social media platforms. Now I think it's going to go from social media platforms to more podcasts, more individual thoughts, uh, Patreon, websites, personalized emails, you know, yeah. texting groups. Like I'm a part of texting groups, you know, where it's like those, let's say like Dr. Campbell, he has this like Bradley Campbell, he has a texting group where he'll text stuff um, because it's not yep. censored. Right. So right. things like that. And I think that's where we're going now. So I love that uh, you're a part of this here too. And um, yeah, thank you for joining us and uh, we'll jump on to our next guest. Thank you so much for having um, This is episode 65. We have a guest that I'm pretty excited to introduce. I've been talking with him for a little bit here and we're going to, his name is going to be CJ today and it goes in line with his Instagram handle and everything like that. Um, he is a, uh, would you call yourself a reporter? Do uh, Journalist? Journalist. Somewhat. I would say, I would say journalist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to talk about all the things, media, journalism, uh, fake news, all the things that, you know, pretty much don't make sense that <laughs> you've been trying to make sense of. That's why, you know, I like following you. I like seeing what you post about because I'm like, it gives a neutral idea of what's actually happening. Less of like the, oh, my God, look at this. Like, ah, it's like, no, this is what's actually happening. It's real news. Sure. That's what I would call it. Well, once again, thank you for having me on. Um, it's at the canceled journalist on Instagram. Um, I also have a Rumble, which is uh, essentially a YouTube platform, a video platform, um, nice. but no censorship. Uh, they actually reached out to who was it? Um, uh, the Nelk Boys. Um, <laughs> the Nelk Boys. I love them. Yeah, they had Trump on and. Uh, I love and, that. Uh, he got censored. And got cut off YouTube like, after like hello. 5 million views. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, just to see the censorship in real time. It's it's crazy out there. Um, it's cause it was because Trump was talking about the Russia. election. And oh, the election. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So He went off on yeah, that podcast. <laughs> it was quite interesting. He, yeah, he, he's a typical boomer. But, Such you know, a typical he, boomer. You know, he's very charismatic, I guess. Um, I guess we'll see where that election goes in 2024. Yeah, Yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Like, that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting one again. Like, I hope to see less uh, decrepit people. Like, no offense to Joe Biden, but like. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a sad, sad chap. I mean. Uh, he's a Obama, sad man. Did, did you see the video of Obama in the White House the other day? Sure did. Yeah, I didn't tell me. Oh, about it was it. so embarrassing. Oh. I felt like so much secondhand embarrassed. I actually like mm-hmm. feel the same way. I it just it actually starting to make me feel sad. Like oh, it, it's, no. it's it's like watching that loser kid at school like going around trying to you know find a friend and everyone's just like oh no not that kid he smells or whatever. It was just kind of like it just I don't know for someone who's supposed to be you know the most loved person in America. I'm just not. Yeah. I didn't see it there. <laughs> he got like 84 million votes. He's like technically the most popular president on paper, you know, who got the most votes and uh, he just, yeah. he's not doing good. And uh, Obama no. comes in, everyone just misses Obama. Um, I'm Why? not a big fan of Obama, but I'm I, not. Cause, well, you know, I was even talking to a relative the other day and they were like, Oh, he's a real person. I'm like, Oh no, he's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. But you think he's a, a real person. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he catastrophizes climate change. He, uh, he stokes uh, racial tension. 
I mean, he was a big supporter of BLM. Um, and obviously that, you know, was riotous and violent and very anti kind of white uh, sentiment. Yeah, it was bad. Very bad, very bad. Um, was he very pro-war too? I don't know if that's... Yes, he was pro-war. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I yes. mean, like, and, and not to be this way, but I mean, I don't, like, we don't know. Like, we're obviously only see what we can see and we research mm-hmm. what we can obviously you have a broader spectrum with what mm-hmm. you're doing in your life and and you know you're just as like curious as us too right and and so I think what you probably seen too is that mm-hmm. uh maybe I'm wrong but like when Trump was in he wasn't about war he was actually ending it but you know it always made him yeah. seem like he's such yeah. a bad person and they I'm like, hyper focused yeah on stuff. there was as far as I know there was no big wars or anything crazy like that when he was in office and now we look at Biden and you know whatever's going on it just seems like it's a lot worse with other presidents <laughs> but Trump was there for the devil you know yeah, Trump, he, so, so far, there has not been a anti-war president. I don't even think Trump could qualify as an anti-war president. I think Fair. he definitely wanted to get out of Afghanistan. He set the, uh, he set the uh, precedent, essentially, he was pushing to get out of Afghanistan. And then, yeah. of course, Biden came in and botched it. Um, botched it watching, is a very good one. Yeah. I remember watching the videos of the people on the planes, you know, holding on to the to the U.S. military planes as they were taking yes. people out, and then they would fall to their death. It was it was surreal watching that, and that was reported on. You know, I put the full video, and I think that's one of the things I try to do with the my platform is uh, show people what they're not being shown on the news on the mm-hmm. mainstream news, um, which is crucial. Yeah, yeah very um even if it is graphic and uh i definitely run the risk of being banned um just because you know it is graphic i i do i have i've created templates to say like here you know trigger warning right like i don't even really believe in this trigger warning idea i mean i kind of do and i kind of don't um just you know it's shocking i guess people might not want to see shocking material like that but in 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 that in, in a way, it is also kind of a, a form of censorship um, because you're almost saying like, this is too hot to handle, you know, like yeah. shocking. And some people will just not even dare look at it. Right. Um, and plus well, interesting. straight up be like, I'm not looking at that. And you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, but yeah. I have facts. It's like, show me this receipts. And you're like, right here. Oh no, that's Photoshopped. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah but, you get those but the one that you have that you live that's facts right like that's why i love that argument it's like no but this is right because this and i'm sure you feel this way it's like oh but it was on the news you got it from your youtube yes. and i'm like um <laughs> and before <laughs> yeah. youtube was censored like it is still but there is still a lot on there i mean it is getting worse yeah. for higher higher content creators yeah. um but you know like, like me and kayla if we go to say this shit on youtube we'll be fine like we don't have that much traffic but it's still like okay but you know that on the news and the news reporter is given a piece of paper that is mm-hmm. being given to them they're actually not a lot of them anymore journalists that go out and no. learn this stuff they're given a piece of paper therefore they're actors so yeah. you're telling me that this actor that's being paid by a corporation that has a narrative is going to give you more news than the person that's independently talking by themselves of just something that's fucked up in the world that they want to talk about that might make a few bucks on on it on youtube like i don't understand that cult-like mentality and that echo chamber of like no it's just on the news but i'm not understanding what that means when i'm saying that you know yeah it's definitely a cult mentality (laughs) and and uh it's it's also a corporate mentality um my big focus is on a like kind of woke identity politics 
um, I that's kind of what got me into this is because you know uh, I started up during the BLM riots because I was just like this is so insane and mm-hmm. preposterous. Um, obviously there are issues. I, I'm not a big fan of police. I mean, if you look at the trucker protest, oh like, my god, it does it goes both ways. Except the 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 difference is uh the media completely demonized the truckers. Uh, they oh my god, terrorists. They said that they were committing arson. And that they were attacking homeless racist and raping no. <laughs> women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, they were using. And here's the, here's where it becomes a legal issue: is that they were using fabricated or unfounded stories propagated by essential po- propagandists in the CBC and the CTV. You know, the very mainstream media uh, sources in Canada. They were using these fabricated stories. Or once again, stories that they may have just like heard of and then recirculated because, you know, yeah. modern day journalism is one one person says one thing and then they all start regurgitating the same talking point. Um, and so they took those stories to push the uh, Emergencies Act, which is yes. very serious. You mm-hmm. know, when Hitler came into power in the 30s, it was through an Emergencies Act. It was through this rhetoric of it's for your safety the communist the reichstag you know uh that's how tyrants come to power and i'm i'm really surprised that it eventually didn't officially go through essentially um it wasn't like uh prolonged i guess um mm-hmm. and that's that might have been because the senate was possibly not going to go for it um, i don't also, think the senate was Maybe, I hope that maybe. they weren't. I hope. And then maybe they just didn't want to put that into a position where they had to make that decision. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and really expose mm-hmm. how they really are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe like, oh, maybe we shouldn't expose this much of mm-hmm. how corrupt we are. Like, that might be it right? for some people. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. And I mean, Trudeau <laughs> obviously felt the pressure, too. Oh, my The God. international community was in awe over it. Oh my God! Him being roasted on the like on the world platform was yeah. just like Christmas in fucking what was it March yeah. or whatever. March. It was. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Sometimes it, I don't like yeah. to tune into that because it's like too negative sometimes. But yeah. I was just yeah. like zoned in that day. I was like, today is a day I'm gonna over um, consume and I'm gonna watch as <laughs> much as this and just sit here happy as have a it on repeat. Shit, have it on repeat, and then tomorrow I'll go about my life. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was great because a lot of people and I talked to a lot of Americans too. Is they view Canada is this kind of like happy, <laughs> almost like socialist utopia. Trudeau's yes. such a good guy. Canadians are such good people. They have no issues. We have no issues. And it's certainly not the case. In fact, I would say that in some ways, Canada is gone further than the United States in this kind of like wokest, crazy lunatic kind of ideology. Um, yeah. in yep. schools and like yep. the, our media is completely like gone, like off the like- end feelings all about feelings it is it is all about feelings yeah and and people i feel like generally canadians are just kind of out of touch with politics yes yeah i think more than 100 percent which is very dangerous i mean everyone loves hockey i'm sure but you know like (laughs) hockey hockey's not that important when your rights are being taken away and unfortunately it's like i'm not being hyperbolic when i say like our rights are being taken away um on so many different levels um, it's just, it's crazy. And I think, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Kay. Oh, yeah, no, like, that's just talked about quite a few times where we're on, you know, a little bit opposite ends of 
the way that, you know, how we chose to go about this, but we still to common agreements that like, there are things that are being removed from us that shouldn't be and it's not right. And so that's where I really learned, like, you know, having someone like you have that stance that you have, and it's similar to mine, but you're on, like, we'll call it what it is, the opposite side of the fence, if you will, because there are people that will say that. It's like, well, you guys live in an echo chamber. You only listen to unvaccinated people, blah, 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 fucking blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, here we're two different sides of the fence, but we can see that common ground. And it's like, so you can see it. Why? And I just, it makes it me question everything so much more. Like, why? What the hell is blocking everyone's vision so much that they can't see it the same way as this person? And it, it confuses me. And then I get frustrated because I'm just like, but like, why do you? like that like how is that on a psychological kind of note um i think people see or or maybe there's like a feeling they have that they know something is seriously wrong but it would be too hard for them to to kind of like recognize it to themselves you know okay Um, and the process it and yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, okay it does make sense yeah because doing this kind of work is hard emotionally Mm-hmm. Um, it's very stressful. I mean, look at the state of the world. It is very chaotic right now. It's very violent and hostile. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think a lot of normal people who just want to go to work, make money, you know, possibly like buy a house, maybe own property, if if that's even tangible nowadays. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, like... It, having that extra burden of like being politically responsible i mean there's a there's a good quote from jordan peterson it's like your rights our are are my responsibility and um and my rights are your responsibility so i think there's just a huge issue of people kind of standing back and not caring about each other and their rights um and so as long as they're not caring about your rights um your, your rights are going to be gone pretty quickly. It only comes mm-hmm. to when their rights are being encroached on, you know, uh, when it's their and we see it. encroached on. <laughs> we yeah. see it happening. And like, that's where I think a lot of thing that's going the way it is now is it literally, and I keep repeating this, I say the same sentence. I have a few friends where, you know, it's, it's kind of been a wild time for them. So they get, they get stirred up when stuff is going to happen or isn't going to happen so I have to say the same, I say the same thing, like people literally needed things to be this stupid, to be able mm-hmm. to clearly mm-hmm. enough to go, well, fuck, like, why are we doing that? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it took the protest really was a big one. The protest I think, was a big turning point. Especially for those that were watching it live. Like I was tuning into every live that day that I possibly that could. A- I was screen recording. I had my fucking video camera on my phone because I kept getting booted <laughs> out of some of these people's lives. And I was like, fuck that. Like, they are not going to get away with this without people watching this in real time and spin this narrative that it was them attacking. I literally watched uh, like a policeman at the front hug one of the fucking protesters Mm -hmm. live, like hugged Mm -hmm. a bunch of them. And immediately he like fell and got hurt and got taken out of the line. And I knew as soon as then I was recording it, I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. waiting for somebody to say that something else happened because I've got that proof. And like. I think that was where a lot of people were like, holy shit, no, these are just happy Canadians with bouncy castles and singing and dancing in the street. And the media is saying this and you got people like Russell Brand, Joe Rogan, those voices that are really coming up and being what we need to fucking be in that level. Mm -hmm. Um, 
pointing this shit out and then all of a sudden they're like <laughs> i love russell brown he every now he's like oh here comes your conspiracy right wing blah 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 and he just the way he <laughs> delivers it now i'm just like i'm i'm not worried about labels anymore and i think we're all coming to this like this is just how i feel this is what i know based on what i know and what i'm learning and i'm not really afraid to say that because i'm not afraid to be wrong and grow but there's so many people that are in this like like this echo chamber and they don't want to hear it and like you said cj too it's like if they have to admit that there's something wrong then they have to admit that the government that all these bodies are not right and some people are not ready to digest the entirety of unplugging from let's say the matrix in the system and being self-sustainable because they're very fucking comfortable where they are and i get it i was there a couple years ago politics don't matter and then i got shoved in my house through covid watched fucking tiger king i was like shit's weird and i got into american politics before i got into (laughs) canadian because it seemed easier yeah it was more digestible because it had really what i thought nothing to do with me and then i found out it has everything to do with what's going on with me in the world and that all kind of blew up and now i am like went to even went to like pierre's um event here in Kelowna yesterday I was like I'm not yeah I'm not going to just like take what people say online I'm fucking have the opportunity I'm going to take it I'm going to see him in a real life situation and understand and get better Mm -hmm. and now what you guys will start to see on my Instagram soon is I want to start talking more about politics and I'm not going to have an echo chamber tell me what's wrong with him tell me what's wrong with this person let's not just take headlines and yes I agree headlines give you that but I find that people are so busy in their lives that they take those headlines as real life and facts and so people don't digest it so then they're you know so we got to start having these real fucking conversations and i think that is why we are here yesterday when he was in there it gave me fucking chills he was like you know everybody has the reason why and my why is to help canadians be free again that is why i'm here this is why i'm fighting and whether he's a fucking great actor or not the energy that was in that event was more than i will get from any bullshit mainstream media bullshit that i'm gonna read like that feeling you know bullshit yeah, a hundred percent. I I like Pierre. I like Pierre. Yeah. No, well put. Me yeah. I mean, especially on the note of the truckers and uh, and just like the framing around it. You know, the the there was that like very famous picture with the guy with the Nazi flag, right? And there, you've yeah. got this this uh, journalist or somebody sitting there with his camera, just like right in front of him. You know, like that's what they want to picture those mm-hmm. people as. You know, they do not want to show that there are bouncy castles that <laughs> there are just people dancing playing freaking hockey in the streets of ottawa cleaning up the roads them. and the sidewalks Clean. yeah shoveling the sidewalks putting business the in the downtown area like the whole court of downtown had business the entire three or four weeks they were out there like yeah and then the police um, came and intimidated those businesses mm-hmm. for, for giving food and you know just being helping a, you know yeah you know, like they don't even, I'm not even saying that they need to be helping them. They are just being a business. A business is not supposed to be political unless you live no. in a totalitarian system where everything is political to the core. You know, that's fascism. Fascism is not just the state, but the corporation acting in collusion with the state. I mean, mm. so with communism to a different, you know, extent communism and fascism are very very close you know, as i say isn't close. one just like the first step to the other like once you get comfortable with fascism isn't it just like a hop skip and a jump until it's communist country i don't know again i'm not <laughs> it, political but <laughs> it's kind it's it, kind of um there's this interesting theory called the horse horseshoe theory i don't know if you've heard of that no, um I don't think I but if, if you were to draw a horse horseshoe like you know how would you even describe a horseshoe it just looks like a horseshoe right um at the bottom you would have fascism 
on one side and then you'd have communism on the other. And the point of it is that like at the very top, that's kind of like the centrist. Um, and the point of it is that communism and fascism are actually very close on the political spectrum. They just happen to be on different sides of the horseshoe. Um, right. So they're very close. Like Joseph Stalin was debatably a fascist. You know, Hitler was debatably, well, he was literally a socialist. And I get into fights about this all the time with people, but he was. Um, he was literally, by definition, a socialist. And he actually, and I, I've been watching this great series by um tick history everyone should subscribe to this guy if you if you care about history especially you know ideology and world war ii stuff like that very important stuff um tick history on youtube highly recommend but he uh he's doing this kind of like series about you know hitler's socialism which was national socialism fascism nazism was a variation of socialism communism is also a variation of socialism socialism is and i might get this wrong but it's just a hyper social socialization of society it's a very anti-individualist um mm -hmm. society very collectivist um mm -hmm. everybody is a communitarian you're serving the state the state is serving your nation um and you know communism is in, 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 uh, international they they seek international communism um i, I don't get where, where was i going with this Oh, oh patrons, the patronizing of a uh, business in Ottawa, right? Um, yes, yes. Yes. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think the point is that the media was trying to frame these people as Nazis, white They supremacy. wanted it to be so bad. They didn't want it to be good. Yeah, they didn't want it to be good. But they, and here, here's what gives me hope, is that we live in a time where everyone has a phone, yep. everyone has a video camera. You know, the truth will prevail. It just won't prevail on television, but yeah. people don't watch television anymore for the most part. No. Uh, older people do. And that's why older people are typically, you know, like, oh, I like Charest. I don't like uh, Polyever, right? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And, and you'll see that a lot with the older, like, boomers, especially as they're, they're a lot of them are liberal. Um, oh, God. A lot of them the are core. wealthier. They don't care yep. about the politics, right? So they do fall onto that liberal kind of um political spectrum they don't care they aren't paying attention the status quo is serving them i mean their property is worth tons and tons and tons um and that's why young people can't afford property <laughs> yes uh, yesterday yeah. sorry to carry you but yesterday yeah. one thing that pierre said that i agree with and i think you're saying like all those liberals that were real liberals i don't think mm -hmm. that they understand that their liberal party isn't their liberal party anymore and i feel it's the same thing yeah. with the democrats like yes democrats had their shit and i'm not back for the other but i feel like a lot of people that have all these you know want to go to those policies that are about you know protecting people and their feelings and all that i think that you know that's where i would be more and i grew up in a liberal mm -hmm. ndp but mm -hmm. it's not that anymore right mm -hmm. that's not what you're supporting no. anymore and no. like you know those those liberal things that's like great you might be making money but now the next generation has no chance in hell at this point i i'm 35 years old i still cannot fucking buy a house right now there's yeah. no way i can yeah. barely afford it i live in bc with the sunshine tax i work in cannabis that not paying necessarily great people buy more weed um you know and the housing like when we moved here it was like a quarter of a million was like the top house like you know that we were like oh yeah that's kind of yeah, deep. we've been here for three years it's 1.5 yeah wow 
So yeah. liberals, like you're, you're wanting to, I'm not trying to be that. And I'm kind of like trying to take a middle stance, but the ones that are in this, like, you know, he's so great and all that, like, no, you're literally killing the people that you were trying to protect. You must oh, see yeah. this, but he's just using <laughs> fancy words and, and his, and his, and his drama teachers schooling fucking to wizard you and make you think, Oh, this like guy is so great. Like, no, like, ah. yeah, it's no, it's, bad. it's the biggest fraud ever committed. I swear. Um, Like I would, I would self-describe as a socialist and I actually get, a lot of shit for that um from a lot of my followers because a lot of my followers are you know kind of uh, staunch republican you know kind of more pro-capitalist blah, blah, blah. and i mean i in a sense am capitalist i mean i definitely appreciate a lot of what what capitalism is i don't even believe we live in a capitalist system i don't believe america does and there's another really good video by Dick history about that he's a really smart guy he talks about how um currency is not actually money it's currency and you should really be careful about making uh you know uh, associating the two together because they're not the same thing that's why cryptocurrency in my opinion is literally real uh it's more real than money it's more real than currency because it actually has a base to it you know money used to be um used to be tied to gold used to be tied to a commodity commodity is what money is this currency that we're printing and printing and printing it doesn't, it has no, it's not tied to anything. It's just coming out of thin air. And so literally, it's literally becoming worthless. Um, and that's why prices are going up in housing and all of that. And then foreign investment. And it's like, what socialist, um, what, what, you know, as a liberal would want, you know, like what kind of socialism or, uh, you know, public, what, like, what kind of a, a left wing party is selling out our, housing market to, mm-hmm. to foreign, foreign investment that's crazy that's right not very nationalist of them that's not very uh they're not very concerned about the working person you know because nope. these wealthy millionaires come in and buy up all the housing and then all of a sudden all the housing is worth millions and millions of dollars like in vancouver crazy yeah crazy yeah that that was actually what you're talking about yesterday and it was just saying to like you keep printing money over the last two years it was something like more money has been printed in the last two years and it has been in like the last like i don't know 10 or something like that it's like where is this money coming from i always joke that it's like from the decepticons and eventually they're going to come to earth and take over like (laughs) decepticons i fucking love that you said that oh my god well like (laughs) honestly where is it and you know and and pierre brought up that he you know he's not telling people what to do but he likes the idea of crypto too and it was just like whoa like and you know my spouse has been very into crypto for years like uh years and years just watching it and uh so you know i gave him shit years ago and i have mass regrets whatever i've said it before because i made him sell it a a bunch of years before but got huge and i was like fuck i wish i would have just like shut my mouth but you know we learned um (laughs) but it's just it's just nice to see like you said people talking about these things and understanding how this is all implicated and how it comes right back to politics because the liberal mm-hmm. government is like they're saying yesterday is gatekeeping all of these services from being made in Canada and used in Canada. Yeah. We're going outside. It's getting taxed. Then we're worried about these war and these shortages when we have enough farmland. We have enough stuff. We're yeah. one of the most like yeah. naturally resourced, sustainable countries in the world. One of the yep. richest. Um, mm-hmm. I think who was it? One of the fucking sharks uh, from Shark Tank said it. Who was it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Kevin o- was it Kevin O'Leary? Said yeah. Kevin O'Leary? One of the, the most prosperous and most like resourceful countries in the world the most richest but they're literally the dumbest therefore they're going to be eventually the poorest and it's mm-hmm. from all these gatekeepings of like stopping people and one thing yesterday too is like we have all these doctor shortages i never thought about it with all these regulations of people coming from other countries that 
you know, our doctors in their own countries. I've worked with engineers that have far more schooling than me and I'm making more money than just because there's a regulation that doesn't let them work in their field, you know, things like that or gatekeeping Canada from becoming what it is. And this is what I don't understand is you've got independent uh, critical thinkers like us talking about this and getting shamed because we're not what's being paid by those people that are trying to protect their assets, not what's best for the country. And it just Mm -hmm. makes me so ragey. This is why I smoke so much cannabis. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta chill you gotta have a good relaxation yeah. no you're totally right um especially when it comes to like oil i mean mm-hmm. we oh, sit on trillions of dollars of oil so much government is not not just like neglecting it they're actually why don't we have a refinery industry. uh yeah that's you know that's a little more complex the the whole refinery issue because we do send most of it to the u.s to be refined yeah and then they send it back i know i i agree we probably should be refining it up here um i just i wonder how if you if you were to really break down the numbers like what is yeah what it would look like um yeah i mean in in terms of like a sovereignty issue 100 percent we should uh refine up here just because you know what if the u.s goes crazy what if the Look at Ukraine happy? and Russia right now. Like, no, they're, they're, didn't John Horgan actually blame gas prices on the ongoing thing in Ukraine? Like, this is this is what I'm talking about about hilarious headlines. Like, it's just so yeah. so stupid. And like, I I'm, I'm not even gonna apologize that him and like his turkey neck. I'm just like, bro, I can't take you seriously. Like, but you three need to weeks put before your... that, three weeks oh. before that, it was a trucker convoy that was getting yeah. prices jacked up. You know, it's just yeah. whatever is the hype totally. is going to be the reason. Whatever right? bad well, it's, also, it's also Russia that started the trucker protest, right? Oh, right. Yes. Oh, CBC. we're forgetting. Yeah, well, and, it was and all they, were, they had Trump in the uh, Russian collusion. Oh, and, and one oh, thing, yeah. too, I, yes. I kind of. I want to circle back around because I feel like this is right, uh, CJ, when you jumped into probably reporting because you said it was around BLM. And just before that was the January 6th. And Mm. I feel like how it was reported in uh, the States about January 6th um, was the same. And I knew it was going to happen for the trucker convoy. I was like, it's going to be the same fucking thing. They're going to act like it's some terrorist attack and they're going to have crisis actors. They're going to have paid journalists. They're going to have all that displicked like this scenery and the people that are let's say connected to the right people see the real life stuff are going to see that that was totally scripted and uh you know and then of course it was just huge this mainstream media thing and it was like what's her name aoc was like oh my god i'm so terrorized and it's like mm-hmm. really like people are talking about privilege yeah. and and that that made up thing that well, she, she thing also lied really- aoc yes. lied about that um she was not in the capitol building she was actually she was in one of the buildings kind of like near the Capitol at the time. And oh. uh, she, she claimed that she was in her room and that she heard screaming and somebody was saying, where is she? And she wasn't in the Capitol this whole time. And then um, it was actually a police officer looking for her. But this also happened an hour before the Capitol was even, what would you call it? Attacked? There was a riot? Whatever, yeah. Whatever yeah. Whatever you call it. So she flat out lied. These people Ooh. are liars. AOC especially is one of those people who will say... I don't like her. And, oh, she's very smart. She's a very capable politician. Yeah, she's, she's a, a politician. She's a career politician, for sure. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Uh, Everything she, she does. Yeah. Like, where was very it? Very calculated. She, she was in yeah. a dress somewhere. Oscar, I don't follow the that. Gala. Oh, no, yeah. She, the gala. Yeah, and it the was red... like... 
red carpet somewhere and something about her dress it was like about privilege it's like you lit okay nobody was wearing masks that were rich but all the servants were like yeah. apart and masks and da 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 and you're mm-hmm. like that it is said so tax the rich is what her dress said yes yeah that's what it was in red like you are the rich lady you are <laughs> right you, you are the rich do you understand what you're saying like yeah oh my god yeah. she'll be it's like, a mockery oh, make, you know x amount of money per year well that you know like being rich like let's not even say rich you're a part of the elite you are an yeah. elitist yeah and you're pretending to be this kind of like wokey socialist type who is for the people but you're literally wine and dining with the most powerful corrupt people in in, in the world literally yeah. and and then you know like it's almost like an insult well it literally is an insult you know tax the rich like your friends these are all your friends now yeah like, these are your buddies you, who are you fooling? Your business partners, like yeah. <laughs> your spouses, but you know, let's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just showing what virtual signaling, signaling has got to. And yep. um, when you've been a person that's—and that's like what we've gone through this whole thing of fighting people and arguing because we're very, very vocal. Like we don't have as big of a platform as you do and report that we do, but we're yep. very vocal. And you know, we've had to have these arguments, and it's sometimes just like you kind of just have to meet people where they are because if they're literally looking at stuff, let's say like, um just tiny like Astro World versus the Travis Scott like that whole thing it was like mm-hmm. something massive happened that was absolutely terrible it was mm-hmm. talked about for two or three days and all of a sudden now we're talking about Kim Kardashian and yeah. fucking Pete Davidson oh, and you know what I'm Tanya saying West. Yeah. Like, yeah. if people are caring more about that than what happened and the stuff that uh, the after math I still go back and look of what happened because that really affected me at that time um, it was just really fucked up to me uh, especially being a part of yeah. like a rave you know I love that shit I was like I'm not going out if people are going to be this crazy um but it just again it was like if you're just going to focus on the Kim Kardashian and not talk about what happened at the Astro World I have to meet you where you are and I'm not going to have these deep conversations with you because you're not you're not in it for that you're in it to keep up with the Kardashians and you want to like have a big ass like Kim or whatever and we're just not on this Mm -hmm. I want to know what happened how do we prevent this how are the people doing how do we set this up so celebrities are because he he, he's getting away with it 100 percent like yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. And I, it's I just like are you fucking kidding me yeah, and, and it's just i'm so tired of that and so it's like i don't even like if people you know they're just like oh it wasn't his fault i'm like oh, okay i know what kind of conversations we're gonna have here you you must yeah. watch cnn cool okay <laughs> next <laughs> oh, yeah yeah uh, that's true. i i loathe celebrity culture um yeah. i'm like I, I i was really into film and uh i just it, it's sad celebrity culture and just like the the culture in general from Hollywood and uh you know these these uh these really really rich people making these really bad films you know it's just <laughs> like where did where did creativity go how what how many yeah. Marvel movies do we need to produce how many Batman and Sp- like where is anything new coming out like uh there was a good quote it was something like uh George Lucas grew up on like cowboy films and like uh and then he went and made star wars you know and then it's like we grew up on star wars and now we're just making star wars <laughs> and it's yeah. not even good star wars it's bad it's actually so much worse and uh like i was i was a big star wars fan too it's just like so it's am I. crazy um where did our creativity go like yeah. did it did we only get like 70 years of filmmaking and that was like the best and now we're just going to create really bad films for the rest of the humanity. You know, like it just, it's so sad. 
Um, I think people are too afraid to be individuals now. And I think that's a huge mm -hmm. part of just growing out and doing different things and being like, there is a big movement that is, is coming out of it for sure. But I feel like there's this middle part where it's like, people didn't feel okay to be unique and come up with these weird different ideas. We're all plugged into the same, got to be the same. We all got to look the same. We got to be the same. We got to think the same. We got to say the same very thing. Strange. And so the same stuff is repeating over these generations and they're regurgitated. Actually just regurgitated from decades before you're seeing fashion you see music like most of the time now all the good music you're like oh fuck and you're like bopping along you're like holy fuck this brings me back to like 19 in the bar oh my god it's just a remix now I'm you know it's just mm -hmm. uh, there is no creativity anymore because I think people are just so plugged into the digital space they're not getting outside they're not connecting to people they're not growing as individuals and I think that hinders mm -hmm. creativity and you just look on Pinterest and you get an idea from that. And I do the same thing as an artist, as a photographer, for sure. But there's some people that do cookie cutter stuff and that just keeps getting repeated, repeated, repeated. And now it's oversaturated because everyone can do it. And mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's know. a severe lack of risk, risk taking. Yeah. Um, I, I see it in, in university. People shut up. People shut up because you're scared. You're scared mm -hmm. to actually say what you believe because there are a select minority of people that will tear you apart and yeah. call you names and be bullies. And it, it's a fear tactic. So when you look at Hollywood, not only is there this systematic issue where they're only hiring people that think like them, um, but then those people, of course, they're very compliant. They come in, they just keep regurgitating the same stuff that they thought was good back then, but it's not as good now. You have to change it up. You got to take risks. But when you get a bunch of compliant people into these institutions, you're not going to have risk takers. And that's the number one entrepreneurial um, characteristic. You need to take risks. And often yeah. you fail, but the people that do take those risks achieve greatness. It's never the person playing it safe that, you know, is like your next Elon Musk or Jeff <laughs> Bezos, even though I hate that guy. You know, yeah, like, but still, the they did shit. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did shit. They revolutionized. Revolution is not safe you know nope. <laughs> like the french revolution was not safe the russian revolution bolshevik revolution was not safe but and and <laughs> russian revolution didn't achieve greatness per se but it you know it certainly created a revolution it it, it was a big risk and obviously uh maybe it didn't play out very well but uh you're not gonna you you're not gonna achieve greatness by being complete compliant you know complacent yeah. No. I agree. And too, and as people are craving that more than ever right now is mm. especially as let's say like things are surfacing, you know, um, myself and Kayla have, let's just say, woken up to shit being wild a couple years ago. So we've been watching some of this stuff mm -hmm. in the background, waiting for it to hit mainstream media. And I think every single time it does, we're like, holy shit, holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. And like, so when you started off, like you said, like it was a BLM, but at that time, all of the things that were being done were a hundred percent to control the outcome of the election. And that has been yeah. admitted by like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook and all that. And then all of a sudden, and I think you broke on this not that long ago, which maybe you can dive into a little bit more and just how <laughs> fucked up this is, is the Hunter Biden laptop. Because when oh. I was deep into this and into American politics, oh. and that's when I started watching is right before the election. And I was watching these things and watching like true American patriots say one thing and what mm -hmm. the Democrat media was saying. So that's why I kind of knew it was coming to Canada in that sense. Um, but yeah, it was like, they were talking about that, how that wasn't a thing. And that was such disinformation. You were a conspiracy theorist. If you mm -hmm. said that, you know, he's a great guy. And now all of a sudden we're giving out free crack pipes and we in fact find <laughs> a laptop with pictures. Like, can you yeah. bring us oh, on that God. journey just a little bit uh, on your side of things? Well, 
Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. And the what the mainstream media is trying to do is like like you said, like oh, I I went and saw um some person online talking about you know Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop, and then the mainstream media is like, well, that's fake. You know, see a bunch of CIA personnel came out and said that's Russian disinformation, which is their go-to. Um, and what they're trying to do is is this is the reason the mainstream media is so important in this is they're an institution that's supposed to be trusted. So when you're even even I feel this way is when I'm reading you know, or watching videos um, of people from like OAN, which I, I believe is like only American News Network or whatever, mm -hmm. um, or like Newsmax. And it's like, how much can I trust these people? You know, they're not institutionalized. They're not um, mainstream. Like, how much can I trust these people? But a lot of the time <laughs> they are right. And it's uh, it's funny because like, like we learned during the pandemic, it's like, um, it's a conspiracy theory now, but in three months, it's going to be the truth. Um, yep. which is just crazy like uh actually the other day uh a bunch of these these guys um who were arrested for plotting to kidnap a uh, Gret gretchen whitmer i think her, it's her name um the pennsylvanian governor um this oh. happened just prior to the election i believe and uh or maybe it was following january 6th i'm not i i'm not too not too sure but either way um when that happened a lot of these networks right-wing network networks were saying well this is entrapment actually the fbi was entrapping these people into committing this um they were essentially arguing that you know the fbi was coordinating with these uh these individuals they were in incentivizing them to do this they were encouraging them to do this and uh just i think it was like two days ago i believe two of these individuals actually were acquitted because of entrapment because mm. the government, the court said the FBI is out here encouraging people to do this stuff. They, they would, they weren't acting on their own will, essentially. Oh um, my god! And now that's a that's a case I haven't reported on yet. I've been super busy, but that's something we need to talk about. And so when we talk about like January sixth, if the if the FBI can entrap individuals into plotting to kidnap a governor, then how much of a hand did the FBI play in something as momentous as like January 6th? Now, right. I'm not one to say that they did. I, I'm not going to say that. But it's obvious that we need to consider that because it, it very much appears that the, the uh, government is corrupt. The people who run the government are corrupt. The people who are appointed to these positions, like the FBI director, James Comey, for example, these are appointed by these corrupt politicians. So if they're running the FBI or the CIA, the, the corruption fl flows, you know, downstream. It, it comes from the top down, right? Um, so that's something. But on, on the note of uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, there's a lot more background to that. Um, for example, the Burisma issue, which is <laughs> pretty much criminal. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but I believe it's criminal. What was happening with the Hunter Biden laptop is that while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, he was essentially given the role of uh, representing the U.S. to Ukraine. Now, his son had immense ties in Ukraine. He yes. was working on the board of Burisma, which was an oil company 
in Ukraine. And he was being paid upwards of, I've seen figures of $80,000 a month. Um, yeah, yeah the- ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. And he doesn't have a background in oil. He, he's no. a business. Um, and essentially, I mean, you don't need to be a politician or a journalist to kind of assume this, but they were paying him for influence. They weren't paying him for his expertise on oil drilling. They were paying him to have access to the president of the United States, you know. Um, And so what happened was the Burisma was being investigated for corruption. The executives at Burisma were being investigated. And um, Joe Biden, once again, on the board of this company. And what happened was Joe Biden came in and threatened to withhold, I believe it was like a billion dollars, like a huge sum of money from the Ukrainian government, if they did not fire the, I believe, I believe it was a prosecutor who was looking into it, who was investigating the company that his son was working in. So right there, that is completely corrupt. Completely illegal. That has to be illegal. Um, So there's that. And then the Biden laptop, confirmed it essentially and then it also confirmed some other things um relating to you know biden was going out and uh basically buying influence and then there was i think it was like 10 percent for the big guy so 10 percent for the big guy was they were taking money from all these like influence purchases and then 10 percent of it apparently allegedly went to joe biden so there is deep corruption in this laptop and then you have the ukrainian biolabs which I, I did a story on and uh yeah just like the amount of influence that they were purchasing and then biden hunter biden is buying into these uh these biolab research facilities and uh ukraine this uh company called here uh metabiota yeah. that uh he's investing in and then this is another interesting thing is that he was buying you know he was investing into this company but then the U.S. government was also investing into this company. So Interesting. It seems like there's a bit of collusion there. It yeah. seems like there's a bit of conflict of interest. Like, I don't know. I think that's just a coincidence. Just it, it might be. It I'm very much might be. I'm um, an okay. Conspiracy <laughs> theory. I'm just kidding. No. Okay. Just, okay so I many know. times people are like, "Oh, that's just a coincidence," and you're like, "Okay, but." There's a point where there's so many coincidences. Like, how many do you need? Yeah. Is there a number? Is five enough? Is three? Like, I need yeah. like. Why one do they all like line up? Sus. <laughs> well, it's like if you had, if your dad was like the mayor of your city, and you're like, I'm gonna invest in this small business, and then like your dad's like, oh, uh, well, it just so happens that uh, our government's investing in the small business, and then all of a sudden you see this huge return because all this capital flew into the into the business you know so, it's so there, weird. there's probably an exclusion there and it's all about money yeah everything it's just, it's just crazy um and obviously the media is like this is russian disinformation well it's like you can't fake these emails like you I'm, can't I'm, fake like, any of it yeah. like so and my no. biggest thing with the hunter biden thing like also like all of that ties into it like, what the fuck was up with like the like child like the you know like the relationship between some young girls and yeah you know like the stuff like the all and it all kind of weirdly ties into itself so you like people Mm want to sit here and call us conspiracy theorists or whatever but it's like if we're talking about hunter biden's laptop and 
can't fake emails like that. Or maybe you can, who knows? There's other people who are tied into some really incriminating emails like Hillary Clinton and John. What I mean, like there's some wild shit and they all kind of have relation to each other in some form or another because they all do business. They literally all in bed together. They all do business together. They all have the same powerful people above them. Like, it's just like, a creep, yeah, it's a cult. It's a cult. It's, it's a pyramid scheme cult. It's a cult. It's a big, 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 uh, big party. You know, big club. You're not. We're not part you know. of it. Not I'm of it. so <laughs> glad though that we're not a part of it. It's it's too much for me. I'm like, oh, God, it no. blows my mind. You know, especially like they talked like Hunter Biden's laptop was again. Was that when the election was happening? Like when yeah. that was right before. Right before. And yeah, answered. and so they just kind of brushed that under the rug and that like if any any other place in in the world if that had happened, that other person would have been removed from the campaign. Dude, if completely. it was Donnie, Donnie Trump, if mm. it would have been Trump booted. Yeah. And could you imagine? And this, and this is one thing where I think the mainstream media is very dangerous in building this rhetoric and narrative for people, and they believe that that's the truth. It's because, like, orange man bad. Meanwhile, we've got Brandon sniffing children, and no one's fucking noticing. <laughs> like, I'm, sorry, children. I'm not saying that he's a great guy. No, this goes back and forth. And the world is really struggling to understand that you can agree with, okay, both mm-hmm. sides in different ways and not be like, uh, that that person is my god like i can believe that trump did a lot of good things and equal think he did a lot of stupid things and think he's dumb in some ways and think he did some good things i can equally think well i don't think there's any good in trudeau but i will give one thing one thing two things sorry lied he brought canada back together i mean he did pull us apart but he put us back together and he uh got canada uh, cannabis legalized now he's done i can even put but like when if I say that, then someone that's like really against like Trudeau will be like, "Oh no. fuck you, you're you know," and it's like, yeah, you no, just a I sympathizer. Can, yeah, or I share, yeah. yeah, or I share something. Let's say like so. Let, for even with Pierre being associated to the convoy, so that means he's like like that one MP that got called a uh, uh, Nazi, and she's from a Jewish descent. Like yeah, you know, and <laughs> I've been funny. called that, and I'm from Jewish oh, descent. I don't practice. I don't practice any religion. That's my personal choice. But that's my my ancestry as well and being called that because you know it's just fucking it's but a bit because much. people are reading this mainstream media and they don't have time to to jump into it and and that lines up with how they feel and their views they're like okay i'm gonna take that is it and then they start fighting everyday people and now we're dividing and i, I it's hard not to think that that's not a fucking tactic you know like oh it certainly is a tactic <laughs> You know, call call somebody a Nazi like that. Yeah, that's a tactic, right there. They that they don't believe that. They don't believe no. that for a second. They they're just saying it to be inflammatory and uh, to slander people. It was just funny that she happened to be Jewish. Oh, like, oh a, man, I laughed what? so hard when I watched that. You when know. you see those universal moments, you're like, yes, not yeah. happy for her. I'm so sorry that she had to go. That I would never yeah. want to hear that. But again, like me and Kayla saying, we've always said this. We think it needs to almost get to this extreme, this silly, this stupid that it's so in yeah. your fucking face. Like, I'm not trying to be this way. We won't really go on this, but like. I'm sure you've seen this wild one, uh, like about like with everything with vaccines, right? And now you have stuff coming up from Pfizer saying stuff that me and Kayla were called very terrible names a couple <laughs> years ago for just questioning. It's now out there, and they're like, "No, you're lying." No, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, there's that huge list of side effects." You know? Yeah, I'm a liar. I'm not, and you know, I'm not saying like you know I've taken medication before, and there's a huge list of side effects for that too. And I'm not saying that the uh, vaccine mm-hmm. is gonna, you know, make you drop dead. I don't no. think so. I'm just going to say that there's not enough uh, research 
I mean, maybe there is, maybe you believe there is. And that's up to you. That's your discretion. People have the right to choose. (laughs) I'm, I've been pro-choice on, on both fronts. (laughs) Yes. Um, And you know, like, uh, it just, it's up to people. Since when, since when have people been compelled to take anything, anything, you know, like, it's just, flies in the face of logic really it's a it, it just comes off as like they're testing how far people can be pushed to comply um and then to sow division divide and conquer and uh, that's trudeau right there trudeau's a oh, he's conqueror we're good at that and super that's good. what pierre was saying yesterday he's like it's not it's not he's like this isn't a new tactic this is one of the oldest war tactics in the book mm-hmm. that him and his father just play over and over and over again and when people are seeing it and they're done with it mm-hmm. you know and it's oh, just yeah. and, and as canadians people come to this country to be different, to be unique. I fucking love that I learned so much about all people's different cultures, their lives, everything about mm-hmm. them. I I even like, I get a little embarrassed sometimes when you start like, you know, doing that because you just love it so much. And, you know, and then now I'm told that that's offensive. And I'm like, what? I love you. I want to be like you. I don't want to take anything from you. I just think you're awesome. And that was about Canada is that we're all different and unique. And it was just like, now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're supposed to hate each other because we're all different and unique. Yeah, what? well, yeah, it, it only goes, sense. it only goes one way. Yeah, I know. You know, what it only goes one about? way. Yeah, you you can't be yourself in that way, you know. No. But you can be yourself in other ways. It, yes. You can be yourself if you want to give a child hormone therapy. That yes. that's okay. But if you if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's that's a medical choice. You're you're not allowed to choose. You know. Absolutely. That's it's, so it's wild. Insane. Like to put and, that in comparison. <laughs> but it's yeah, true, and that's what's crazy. happening in the world. And if you say that, you're labeled at all these things. So so you're many people are afraid to say that because they're going to be come at an online bullying. And I think some of us that have been online bullied for like yeah. ever are just yeah. starting to be like, fucking whatever. Like, yeah. come okay, at me, cool. yeah. <laughs> come at me, bitch. Like you, anything you say, trust me, I've said it to myself. Don't worry. You're not going <laughs> to insult me as much as I've insulted myself. So please try. But like, I had this one thing on the trucker convoy when it first happened and they were taking off from BC and I was watching all these videos and the, like I had been, you know, very vocal about my stance of a very pro-choice, but being like, let me have Mm -hmm. my choice and very loud of being that I am an unvaccinated person. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not Mm -hmm. afraid to be labeled anti-vax. I'm not afraid to be labeled all those things because I know deep down I'm not. I know the people around me know that I'm not and I'm not going to take some fucking person online that I don't know yelling at me to heart. And so when it was going through, I just, I started crying and I just had an emotional moment. I'm like, I'm going to put this on social media because I bet a lot of people are going to feel that. I had... 99% of people like I had more views on that video than I ever have. And then of course there's this one guy and he was like, you're just doing this for clout. This is fake laughing. Like, and it was funny because he was actually anti-vax and we probably would have lined up with a lot of the same stuff, but he was just like going off on me and like, it was sincere crying. Like I'm not making this up. Like I've never gone online and cried on my, like maybe on my story, but not on my page. And he was just, and I just decided like, this guy doesn't know me. Everybody else that were like, hey, be like, thanks. This made me like, I feel this too. This is great. Like, yes, let's come together. Like feeling that emotional moment, that connection, that one guy, instead of being mad about it, I just played with him. And I was like, yeah, bro, you're right. I was like, I am a child. I am going clout. You're right. This is fake tears. Like just gave Mm -hmm. it in. And so now that I've just like got to this place where I just don't give a shit, I am starting to speak out because you can think whatever you want of me. We can have an open discourse and have an adult conversation. But if you're just going to come and label me certain things, you're going to tell me that I don't understand anything because I haven't gone through those things. I'm not going to yeah. have discourse with you. I'm going to say thank you, love you, light, bless, 
pray for you. Bye-bye. You know, and that's kind of what I want everyone to really get into is that when you start speaking the truth, you will find your people and you will lose the people that weren't meant for you to begin with. So don't be afraid to speak and be wrong. I will say if I'm wrong, I hate it, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm sure as yourself, like CJ, you probably get that a lot because, you know, you're out there saying how you feel and you, I've seen you say, Hey, I have to make this correction. Why I've are seen we it. So yes. Afraid to say something and then say, Oh, sorry, I made a mistake. Why do we have to be perfect in every fucking thing that we say? No, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I definitely try to go out of my way to make sure what I'm saying is actually correct, or at least, like, if if new information comes out, like, I have no problem correcting that. I think people crave authenticity. If I were to sit here and pretend that I'm perfect, like, no one's going to believe that. I yeah. And I just don't think that's moral, especially, like, the whole point of, like, why journalism is falling apart right now is because people aren't admitting when they're wrong, um, I'm not going to pretend that what I do is uh, bipartisan. I openly admit that, yeah, I have an agenda. I'm mm -hmm. certainly pushing an agenda, but I'm also trying to show stories that aren't being talked about. Um, that's my main goal. Is to talk. And, and that just so happens to be the agenda I'm pushing because all of this information that's, that's going on um, is not being reported. And that's the side I'm on. The side I'm on is not being reported. And it, it's hard because, like, I don't like to say I'm playing on sides, really. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, like I said, like, I'm pretty socialist, pretty socially liberal in, in, in some ways. And in some ways not, pretty traditionalist. Um, but, yeah, it just so happens that the side, the quote-unquote side, the agenda I'm pushing is just not being talked about. So it actually makes my job really easy. Um, especially when you see all these people lying and then all of a sudden pr someone puts together this compilation of like them saying the exact opposite. <laughs> you're doing my job for me because you're, you're just being dumb. And uh, it's very easy to catch that when you're yeah. saying two of the totally opposite things. Right. Um, but on that point of uh, like someone was <laughs> arguing with you or whatever, and you're kind of like, we're kind of on the same side, you know, like, um, yeah, like why are you? I have this one guy who keeps harassing me and uh, yeah, he, he just comments and I'm like, dude, like, I'm not like Instagram censored your comment, but like, I'm here to unhide it. Like I, by all means, everyone can see this. And he just harassed me. He's like, oh, you know, you don't report anything uh, original. Like uh, you just put your logo on la la la. And I'm like, well, you know, if, if it's a, uh, if, if something's happening, and I report if I and I just you know put my my uh, template on it and then say this is happening like I'm reporting about it because people are people who follow me are coming to me for that yep. that kind of information. Yes. So I don't I don't view that as uh, relevant, especially when you have all these mainstream media sources that are regurgitating the same thing. I mean, <laughs> who, who broke the story? This guy like um I did my Elon Musk uh, 9.2 percent of the stock whatever he 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 purchased right, and he's like. Uh, did you hear all I can find the comment and read it uh, he said he said did you break the story or just slap your logo over the story someone else broke and I said I was at the board meeting actually because like what do you mean uh, did I break the story like I wasn't at the Twitter board meeting when Elon <laughs> filed his report to buy 9.2 percent of Twitter like that's ridiculous you were <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I know it's crazy like so disappointed in you right now I, I know it's just like I'm just taking other people's content you are. and 
no it's so funny and then the other day because like he's pretty like right wing and i guess i'm considered right wing it's, it's hard but uh and then i was like dude we probably agree on most things and he's like oh well uh i believe in like bush did 9-11 la, la. i'm like okay yeah, maybe maybe not <laughs> yeah like, let's maybe not, not. <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah but don't you yeah. hate that you open your heart for two seconds you're like oh mistake yeah mistake. oh shit it's just you know you have no idea who you're talking with on the internet really you no, really don't. don't and 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 i think people need to just be like it's just one source of information and it's not real mm-hmm. life and i think the pandemic made it really hard for people to distinguish what yeah. it's like um in real life and what it's like online and also equal to we need to learn boundaries of online spaces if you don't like my page and the way i'm reporting and, and by the way about that yeah. comment if that was the case then any single fucking drama like any single channel content channel reaction channel yeah. anything that does any sort of news ever would Commentary. be applied to that comment so yeah. cool dude yeah. Um, I see that you're jealous. I see you're jealous <laughs> of our CJ here. I'm sorry. Uh, try to just be better with yourself. If you want to be a journalist and do that, have your own fucking page. But my point being is like, this is the same thing with House where our podcast. It's like, I understand people have different opinions. I'm cool with that. You want to come and listen to what we and what our yeah. opinions, that's dope. But then don't go and chase me on social media and fucking shame me for my opinion. When you came on my show with my opinion, you yeah. know, then have your own show with your own opinion. Get your own Instagram page and post your own shit that's against it if that hurts you so much. Are you just mad that you're not doing it and not standing in your own and you're a bitch? Because that's what it looks like to me. So, like, I don't mean that to any shade. I just, like, I, it bothers me so much when people go to people's Instagram pages. That is our online home. You wouldn't, I would hope that you wouldn't come into my house and tell me how to redesign my fucking living room. Yeah. Um, so don't do that to my thing. You, it's unfollow. And, like, this ain't an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. Thank you. Goodbye. Because <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. thank you. I'm and sorry. I tell, I literally told him, I was like, you still follow me. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why do you, if you hate me so much, why do you follow me? He's like, I'm trying to expose. I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> You're trying to expose, You're trying like, to do what? Dude, like get just no, just no. And and like your point, like um it's it's essentially like commentary. I mean, I make yeah. original memes. I do original stories often. I mean, I broke uh, that one story. I mean, can you really say broke? I mean, it's the internet. Come on. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I did the one story about the Manitoba attack on um on those protesters with the trucker protest. Um a guy literally ran over <laughs> A protester um in manitoba and then he was released on bail and uh i i did a deep dive into that i looked into who this guy was he turned out to be he was a member of a punk rock uh band he was exposed of kind of being a pedophile kind of sexually assaulting women and uh i went into like this tumblr archive of all these women talking about how he had like sexually assaulted them when they were underage and everything and uh then you know i did like the lead up to what actually happened at the at the uh, protest in Manitoba and I showed video like graphic video you know so maybe I'll get you know canceled for that um for showing what actually happened um because you know Facebook doesn't want you showing violence or whatever but that's the news you know that's that's yeah. journalism it's reality but yeah like there's I do original stories all the time I, I talk about you know Hunter Hunter Biden and his link with the bio labs in Ukraine um stuff like that and uh no I, I try to go out of my way to make original content original memes and culture i did a few of those uh incredibles um those incredible memes oh, yes think, you know the the music and the, the yeah. kind of like cursed images i thought that was so funny so i just like had to i did a few with the trucker protests and uh, those those did really well 
um but yeah it's a creative process really but it's also too like I find that a little hard for people to come to that argument because it's like at one point you're trying to have this like original thought and opinion on something with coming with facts and then it's like Mm -hmm. if you don't line up with your opinion doesn't line up and the Mm -hmm. facts do they still don't like it so it's like you know like yeah you want to come with your receipts and your facts of this is what happened but when you're reporting it on how you see the events I feel like you're allowed to have an opinion on that and again if people don't like that they can go somewhere else and you're the thing about independent journalists is that they're not being paid to have the same thing so you know it's not like one channel network is having this like you know obviously Fox News is different from the rest like you know you can tell what side that they're on when people are independent they I feel like they need to have their own opinion because it doesn't fall on one side or the other it just needs to be this is my opinion and if you are on the left and you agree with that then great if you're on the right then you agree with that great that doesn't mean it's one or the other why is it black or white one side or the other like I, yes, we have to vote because when we go to vote for the polls, we have to make in that moment. But that doesn't mean that everyone's perfect or I agree with everything. It's just more of that lines with what I feel. But like I could share a quote from someone and all of a sudden be like, oh, do you know in 1994 that that guy said a fucking comment? And I'm like, I don't care. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this yeah. quote right here. That's like there is credibility, but we don't need to have like everything doesn't need to come from like God or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah, I get it. A lot of people bring up completely irrelevant things Super irrelevant. to the table especially when you're talking about something really important they're like well this happened it's like well you know that doesn't really matter right now like you stay <laughs> on topic come on people um yeah and another thing on the on the topic of just like partisanship and news is like i would never claim to be bipartisan because you can't be news is propaganda i mean mm-hmm. you could call me a propagandist sure i would i know i don't know that's fair enough because it doesn't even matter how you're reporting it's what you're reporting um so like if you're reporting on the trucker protest you're saying this is important you should know about this when the mean mainstream media isn't they're doing that on purpose they know it's happening they're just not talking about it um yeah so i mean a lot of my content does lean towards like sympathizing with the truckers you know um sympathizing with the kind of more right-wing traditionalist ideas. I'm more just anti-woke. I'm yeah. more uh, pro kind of like get our economy back together. Um, I don't believe that, I think we need to be a little more on the same page about everything, you know, in terms of culture. Like I, 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 I like individualism, but there's a point where if you're all on different pages, you're not gonna get to a consensus because you don't agree on anything. Um, that seems to be a huge thing in our society. Like this, uh, that's a good point. This gender identity stuff, in a <laughs> way, as as much as it is like super cultist and like super like uh, communitarian and collectivist, it's also extremely individualist. They're mm-hmm. breaking themselves down to their genders and their race, and they think that's the only thing that matters. Is like it's kind of weird because like. at the same time it's like it's individualist in that sense but then it's also like extremely collectivist like the only thing that does matter is your gender the only thing that does matter is your race you know Mm. it's so weird like I can't I haven't even wrapped my head around it because like it's just it's like a product of capitalism I don't I don't get it um this hyper uh, competitive atmosphere we live in it's like everyone's trying so hard to be their own person that they're just kind of becoming like this collective calls horde. Um, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. there's something yeah, about it makes sense that. to me. 
It's trying so hard not to be in a category that you're kind of putting yourself in a giant category of uncategorized. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, right? Like, don't label me, but make sure you label me correctly. It's very confusing. That's how I kind of, and from what I've heard is that Western society is a lot more like this. If you go over to like more the European, this isn't so much the focus that this is a very Western culturized where all that stuff matters. And I feel like that is all the propaganda keeping us away from stuff that really not saying that it doesn't matter I'm not going to take away any of those things but what I'm saying is collectively if we, like you said we don't get on the same page about key things and we just focus on individually what we need it's we're not as a as a as a world going to move forward right we're going to be stuck in this who's fighting like I'm doing this I've just finished this book about disciplines of execution for business and stuff and it's talking about like you know your day-to-day life and if you're trying to focus on your goals and your day-to-day is so busy you know you don't focus on that goal because you're trying to do so many goals at once you know Mm -hmm. and that's what I feel like so many people are trying to right so many wrongs in their own ways in different times that let's come together and figure out what is the most important what will advance all of us happily together and a first step and have that teamwork and then move Mm -hmm. forward and then let's start dealing with the other stuff but everyone's just so feeling forward and that's that's great because we were very against feelings you know oh, that, that caused a lot of bad there needs to be us. a line yeah but there needs to be a balance now where I think yeah. you know where me and Kayla be grew accountable up, like, there was no yeah. feelings and now now we're too many feelings so we're hoping the next generation balances some of these feelings where it's like be accountable don't be a dickhead but you know kind of like have some balls be here, aware like, be aware of like yeah. your your trauma lens that you're speaking through and all these like these microaggressions that they have validity but you know, those are something internally you have to heal. I can't heal your trauma. I can't jump around eggshells anymore. If you, I don't go around as a woman that struggles with having a baby. I don't go around yelling at every person that has a baby or is pregnant, getting mad at them, telling them like, don't share your shit because it triggers me. I've had to deal with like, you know, that's their path. This is mine. And and, and that's beautiful. And this is beautiful. And that's all okay. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. That's just one area, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and another issue with like people, who look at the world and they're like, everything is wrong. All these people are wrong. This and that's wrong. Your group is wrong. This is wrong. It's like, well, what are you doing about it? They're so freaking right. Um, They think that everyone else is wrong, but they're good. They're the good. And that's the most dangerous thing about it. Uh, These people who are social justice warriors is that they believe they're the good, but we're not, none of us are good. (laughs) We, like I was telling Kayla is like, um, you know, we try to be good, but we also are bad. We're corrupted. Everyone is corrupted. Everyone. Yeah. But when you have people coming out pretending that the world is evil and that they're the good in the world, that's when you get people like Adolf Hitler who try to correct the wrongs, you know, to right the wrongs and, and they think they can do no wrong. And then they end up killing tons of people to bring about this utopia, their utopia, because they're so good. But no, mm-hmm is corrupted and yeah so that's very scary people who think that they don't do wrong are the most dangerous people they're narcissistic and they there's uh, a lot they... of them out there oh tons our society is becoming more and more narcissistic i mean especially with social media you know um i try to <laughs> i try to keep uh keep a cool lid on myself when i'm doing my work because i don't want it to get to my head and be like oh i i have the you know I have the pen to write the truth, you know, like, yeah, you got to be careful, you know, humble, humble, try to, you know, <laughs> try to, because you also get a lot of people, you know, you do get hate, but you get a lot of people who are like, this is so good, you know, God bless you. I get a lot of that. Of yeah. people who are like, God bless you doing God's work. And it's really, it really means a lot. Um, and that's why I do it is because I know people know it's important. Um, 
but at the same time I have to be like I have to watch what I'm I'm doing you know yeah. and not like, get to my head I can't pretend I can do no wrong that's why I try to uh you know uh issue corrections is like I'm not perfect people yes. nor are you <laughs> Right, no. it should be expected to be either. Like that's not you didn't say like, uh, "Hi, I'm the perfect journalist." I'm not the perfect like, journalist. <laughs> you know, like that's not your head. And and even if you were like, and you think that, like, why is that going to offend me? It shouldn't. That that only offends me because I don't feel like I'm perfect. So this is just like people really having that focus back of like, okay, why are you getting so triggered by what this person is saying? You know, wh whether whether you're reporting on what's true or not, and it's your opinion, why are people mad about that? That's yours. You're allowed to have that. And just because that yeah. differs, that doesn't mean that's your fault. That's the person that's reading his fault, in my opinion. Yeah. And people people are always going to find a way to disagree. I mean, people people will disagree with me about Polyevra. And yeah. uh, people, you know, on both sides, people will be like, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a Jewish shill. Or oh my gosh! Say, you know, you know, he's a he's a far right neo Nazi or something. It's like, well, you know, you're both kind of stupid. <laughs> like, How can you be a Jewish and a Nazi at the same time? Oh, I'm well, so confused. Well, you know, that's just like the the conservative MP in Ottawa. It's like she's a Nazi, but she's also Jewish. You know, like yeah. she's a white supremacist, but she's also Jewish. Uh, and I think I think she's gay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe, yeah. Well, and and maybe. she just just how blatant he like it really blows my mind how rude they are to each other honestly oh, sometimes God. i watch that i was like holy shit oh, this is actually God. great this is better than reality tv sometimes yeah if you want to know why the country's falling apart just watch like 20 minutes of of our house of commons you know like it's, it's just, just like oh. they just insult each other back and forth and i'm like okay yeah. yes i love them at him but yeah. like did we get anywhere or did we just no. like waste everyone's time every, every all the, all the money is just being wasted they gave themselves raises it's like do you guys deserve a raise like in any job right? you're doing this bad you think you're gonna get a raise you're gonna get no. fired that's what yes should, they should get fired they're oh god god help us like oh, well and that's that's all we can hope for right is like just keep everyone saying what they feel and being honest and having these conversations and feeling safe to be opposed mm -hmm. of a friend or a loved one and make sure you have people in your life that oppose you that you can have these 100%. real conversations right why do you feel that way and i want to start doing that why don't you like pierre why do you like the liberals why do you like trudeau why do you i don't care yeah. no, i'm just kidding but like, why, you know, let's start having these conversations and teach each other. Let's not just rely on these institutions that have taught the same systems over and over again. I, in my DMs, it's been like, oh, well, you know, I thought you're just like against the government system. Well, I am against how it's set up, but just being against it and not getting involved is not how we're going to change it though. No, that's no. like, that's the furthest you can do. That's what they want you to do. They want you to be confused and pissed off and angry at each other and doing that so that you're not really paying attention and they're just taking care of it. They're the parents of it. And so, you know, go in and get involved and see how you feel. And if we're punked, we're punked, but at least we're more aware. Yeah. yeah. And on that, on that note of being like, kind of like oppositionist, I guess, like you want people to challenge you and we also need to challenge our politicians. Like yes. I like Pierre. I think he's a hundred percent going to be the leader of the conservative party. Um, but people should not give him a free pass. I don't care how much you like him you need to apply pressure because mm. the conservative party thinks that they can say the oil is good and the liberals are bad. And then they're just, they expect Alberta and Saskatchewan parts of BC and Manitoba to just go completely blue. And that's, yeah. they have it too easy. That's why I like Bernier is because Bernier is coming and saying, we're not an establishment conservative party. We have been against vaccine mandates against 
so like uh, you know masking mandates and all that the whole time they are applying pressure on the conservatives and they and Pierre knows that because yeah. frankly a lot of people are going to get fed up and just start voting Bernier and uh, the conservatives are either going to lose to Bernier or the conservatives are going to lose enough votes that it goes to a liberal. She yeah. goes to a liberal, right? Which I think so, we see in this last election, it felt like. Yeah, I, I believe, yeah, I believe a few conservative uh, seats were actually lost because the split, the vote got split. And I mean, yeah. I didn't really care. I was like, well, you know, this is necessary because the, the conservative party thinks they can get away with it. They think that they can do nothing. They can elect people like O'Toole to their leadership and think that they're going to, they're going to win. No way. But they think people are going to vote for that. No. I don't think they should have that attitude towards politics right now. Especially no. You have people like Trudeau. Actually do their jobs. Yeah. Because Trudeau will lie, cheat, and steal. He does not care. These people are cutthroat. Same thing in the universities. They are cutthroat. They will do anything to achieve power. But the conservatives, mm. and I mean, yes, maybe they have some good faith. And they're, being, they're trying to be more honest. They're not honest, but they're a little more honest, but they don't get anything done. They're very weak. And it's just going to keep getting worse and worse until they realize, hey, we need to get our hands a little dirty here. I'm not saying lying and cheating and stealing. I'm saying strong rhetoric, not backing down, having a backbone, you know, <laughs> saying I oppose mandates and vaccines based on principle, yeah. on principle that people should be able to choose. Same with masking. Same with locking down entire uh, economies and societies, you know. It should be on principle, not because of what the voter wanted, not because of what your base wanted. Yeah, oh, totally. And that's and, and that's where, too, I get worried about, like, that's where I have that little bit, like you said, going back to Pierre being like, uh, is this what you truly feel? Or are you just trying to get a hype from a part of Canada that really feels abandoned by the government and the Liberal Party and mm -hmm. really felt left out with O'Toole? Are you picking up where you've seen that he left off because you want to and you feel that way or because, you know, politically that'll put you in a better position or grasp yeah. that that yeah. that skill set? If you look at how I feel like the Liberals, you know, and we talk about how Canada set up just like election wise. It's like the East that essentially decides it. And, you know, Toronto's overpopulated and, you know, they're right in the center. They have the most, I feel, indoctrination of the liberals there. You know, mm -hmm. like that's, you know, that when votes come down, that's what it kind of feels like anyway. So it's just, I really hope that's truly what he feels and means. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I had to go to an event. I'm like, I have to see it live for myself. I have to yeah, totally. feel yeah. it and not just watch it on a YouTube video, like feel, look at, look at his face and be like, mm -hmm you know is this guy evil is he a lizard does he drink adrenochrome i'm kidding is but he like, a lizard <laughs> is he a lizard it's always is he question. a lizard people <laughs> i need to know this do you have any relation to the queen i have questions <laughs> the queen. yeah no do you know klaus are you buddies with klaus like where are we here no, that's yeah that's a big concern i mean i was talking to a person i worked with and he was like oh, i was talking to these crazy people they thought they believe in like you know QAnon and stuff. I'm like, okay, okay. And he's like, they think the the deep state exists. I'm like, you don't. Like, kidding <laughs> me, dude. Like, I was, I literally flat out was like, no, the deep state does exist, buddy. Like, it does. I I don't care whether you're a liberal or conservative. The the, the deep state exists. I talk to communists. I talk to a lot of people on my thing, and I tell this one communist, I'm like, I respect communists more than liberals. And uh, that might be controversial because uh, 
you know, communists are pretty crazy. Um, but at least the communists can can tell that there is more going on than just voting. There are huge political action committees spending tons of money on propaganda all the time. You have corporations funneling money into their certain PACs um, that are once again creating propaganda, bolstering up people that they want, not what the party wants, not what the voter wants, but who are gonna, you know, pass laws that will bolster the cap, the the corporation's interests, whatever that might be. Um, and you have international interests. When you look at Canada and how much oil we have, um, there are going to be countries that don't want Canada in the market. You look yep. at Iran or Saudi Arabia. They are laughing at us. China, they are laughing at us. They don't want someone to come in and say, we want to, you know, bolster the economy. We want to, you know, bolster oil development. We want to bring jobs back from China um, and create production at home. China doesn't want that. No. Saudi Arabia doesn't want that. They produce tons of oil. Iran does not want that because they will they will lose out on the market. They will. So they, they, this all this international money also comes in. I mean, even China and Disney. China doesn't yeah. want um, you know crazy uh, anti-China rhetoric in uh, in Disney movies. But uh, they certainly will allow you know destructive woke ideology in Disney movies. They're not going to show it in China though. But they want us to be divided. And that wokest stuff is divisive as hell. I swear TikTok was created for that. I Probably. I mean, TikTok data from TikTok, uh, from what I know, TikTok, the app, takes information and data from other apps that you're using. And then it yes. sends it back to China. Um, so just imagine the amount of data they have. You know, they have your age. They have your they, they know where you work, location, they know your schedule, your daily routine. Now, imagine that they know that, but for like everybody, you can map that. You can, you can, you can see on a map how people are moving in an entire country. That is creepy. extremely creepy. Concerning. Very concerning. And two, I don't know, like, and this is just something that I've heard as a mm -hmm. thought is that, you know, that was created to get people again, trapped more into their phones and to, you know, kind of distract yeah. them. And also yeah. like, I don't know about anybody else, but I was saying this earlier, the more we're on social media and we're looking at, let's say these reels that are a minute long or these IGTVs that are, you know, short, yeah. they're not long format. I feel like my attention span is now going yeah. to that. Right. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I feel 100%. like it's yeah. forming this, uh, information um, consumption that is also very toxic and I feel like kind of keeping us distracted and numbed out to anything else and there is mm -hmm. a whole side of TikTok that exposes a lot of truth I'm not gonna not mm -hmm. say that there always is a chunk of those platforms yeah. they're yeah. doing great things in those tiny minutes but 100%. I feel like that is a very small part of the huge like you said woke ideologies that are forming in there and that's now becoming these people's realities and that's yeah. now their lives because it's on tiktok and da, 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 da. and then therefore you can control like we've seen with disney and and the media and all that then control the narrative and people's behavior subconsciously and that fucking concerns me like mm -hmm. i i haven't had tiktok i had it once i did one tiktok it was me and grant we switched and he wore my bikini <laughs> and it was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. it was and i will never regret that but and even then though he would be like on the couch watching it and i'd be like turn this fucking thing off because i'm hearing the same 
fucking songs over and over and I'm yeah, going to yeah. scream. And so like eventually he got rid of it too. But then I found out like this whole China thing and I heard government officials in the States, especially if you're a government official and your family, you're not supposed to have that app because they don't mm-hmm. want no. them on that to expose <laughs> that information. And so many people are like, why do you care if you're not doing something bad? Why do you care if people are watching you? Why don't you care that they are? Yeah. That's yeah. my question. I don't care if I'm not doing anything yeah. bad. That's my private fucking business. Plus, and it's I don't not know just what you. It's not yeah. just yeah. you. It's your brother, your sister, your family, your neighbors, your entire country. That's a huge issue. That's a huge national security issue. And we've seen um, it with the truckers. You voiced your opinion. You were there. You got your money taken away. Now we put yep. everything digital, our vehicles digital, our opinions digital, and they don't like what you're saying because of the censorship bill. Yep. Now they're fucking not letting you drive anywhere, eat and food, turn buy it off. anything. You turn it off, you're done. Look at Shanghai right off. fucking now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um on, on the topic of TikTok, it's, it's, a, it's it plays a part in fifth dimensional warfare. Fifth dimensional warfare is information warfare. That is the new way of warfare. I mean, you look at Ukraine and uh, Russia, oh. you know, that's hot war. That's guns. That's, you know, bombs. But, you know, why, why would a country want to invest billions of dollars to go to war with another country and, you know, lose lives and create a, a public perception disaster when they could convince the public of what they whatever goals they want so fifth dimensional warfare is convincing people something you want so you know if everyone is on tiktok watching dancing videos and their dopamine's kicking in so they think your brain is literally being tuned into believing that dancing is is good for you essentially you know watching dancing videos is good for you um, yeah. and, and that also has to do with, you know, short attention span. You're literally conditioning your brain to um, to see that as beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also the content, you know, the dancing. Is that productive? What 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 does that contribute at all? <laughs> when you're physically doing it, dancing is fun. But other than that, <laughs> I also don't understand it. Like, oh, yeah, there's a, a fun laugh, aspect but... to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's a distraction is what it is, mm-hmm. you know, if instead of people being politically aware or, you know, studying for school or, you know, finding a hobby that's like productive, like, I don't know, like building, uh, gardening or gardening or uh, shooting or, you know, like things that are productive um, that you can make money off of or, um, you know, like coding, for example, like things that will have, uh, you know, monetary benefits, but but also societal benefits. Uh, innovation you know that's the whole thing is like innovation what kind of innovation is going on on tiktok when 90 percent of it or whatever is is dancing well yeah you can innovate dancing when the chinese uh invade (laughs) not literally but if they were to what are you gonna do are dancing (laughs) you better know tiktok dances you better know them because it's going to be a dance-off like i don't know do you guys not watch all those dance movies that's how things happen there's a dance battle and that's it we're you no might longer just... fighting with guns. We're going to show yeah. up with our six shuffling skills. No, the, the right? Chinese army might just be so confused that they might just leave. They might just say, like, this, you know, this land is not worth the confusion, right? And, the and aliens just, oh, are not leave. landing with TikTok here. They don't want this. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's like bug spray. It's like a repellent, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of falls into the like like you said and that's where so many people were mad about this whole nazi comment i'm like okay but if you just started pulling people off to gas chambers and killing them i think that would alarm people and yeah. it would stop that 
but this way and the way they're doing it is very sneaky and in a way that looks like it's good for you it's connecting it's positive it's getting you off the ground it's dancing but it's literally Mm -hmm. like i have an addiction to my phone i have to throw it away because there Mm -hmm. is positive in there but there's really negative and people don't see that yeah it's social conditioning um at the end of the day um another thing like uh here's here's a good example of, of fifth dimensional warfare um you guys probably know the site 4chan i'm, I'm assuming yes yeah I um so. you, you, it's yeah. like a telegram kind of right like okay okay kind of. cool. it's like a forum yeah. uh, yeah. i don't go on it very much but uh it's 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 full of a lot of far right kind of like the crazies uh there's a lot of smart people on it uh, i won't i won't say they're all crazy but there's a lot of crazy people on there yeah. and uh a lot of very smart propagandists and uh, they understand the culture war very well. And uh, what they did, this is a few years ago. Have you ever heard of a free bleeding? Uh, like like period bleeding? Y- yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, like the trans, so, like that they're like, let me bleed. Yeah, like no yes. tampon, you know, just let me yeah. out in public, let me free bleed. Well, yeah. that As actually a woman, started... it's just not great to saying that. Let's just put it I, out there. I would, I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> just I would imagine. Um, but what they did is they, they said, these people, because they, they're talking about woke people, right? They're like, these people fall for anything, you know? They, uh, they'll do anything as long as it sounds like remotely progressive. Um, and so they started the free bleeding movement on 4chan. Now, this is a bunch of people who are completely against this. Like, pro- a lot of Nazis, like literally a lot of Nazis. Um, and they, uh, they started the free bleeding movement from 4chan and then exported it to the mainstream leftist culture and then they adopted it and it's it's once again it's this fifth dimensional warfare because when normal people like you or i see that we're like that's fucking insane like why would you do that that's just that's not progressive that's crazy you know it's unhygienic yeah just (laughs) just irrational clean your shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so you know that's the power of information and it's psychological warfare and that's a very overt example but what like this is why i stress like tiktok has the potential for not things like that maybe but just if someone is smart enough and knows their enemy well enough or knows the population well enough and once again data how much data is coming from tiktok they can create profiles psychological profiles of the entire United States from TikTok and then take really smart people to manufacture propaganda and then put it into that that social sphere and then just manipulate people. And it doesn't have to be like free bleeding where it's like so fucking crazy that people are just like, that's, you know, who would do that? But it can be small things. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it's just... No, like accepting like that, that they're making the they're like, well, this person said it. So, you know, that's got to be true. It's like it's yeah. it's giving validation to people's what like thoughts that are maybe little, like I, actually who was it that I was watching the other day? Um, uh, Don Stewart or something like that. And he had a guy on there that dressed up as like um, a fat activist and yeah. <laughs> as a woman and like completely went into this movement completely was you know doing this uh, made this whole thing up this whole presentation so that they were just like cheering her on and it was just like like mm-hmm. you said it was one of those things where it was an information like they totally mm-hmm. schooled 
um, mm-hmm. this group of people and this woman got an award and it wasn't even a real woman. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it was just wild to me that, you know, I think it's just because people want to feel validated and seen and they want other people to do that. So they just mm-hmm. don't even question it. It's like, yes, I'm being seen. And they want to understand that you still have to have some check and balances. 100%. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy, pretty controversial guy uh, named <laughs> Sam Hyde. He's a right wing kind of comedian. He's actually banned off of uh, Adult Swim. He had a he had oh. a, a TV program called Million Dollar Extreme, I think it was called. Um, hmm. Pretty funny guy. Uh, controversial. He said a lot of controversial things. Um, but, you know, nonetheless funny. But what he's kind of done, one of his bread and butter things is like going on to like university campuses and like pretending to be like really progressive, like woke kind of, you know, characters. He went on like he went on the on the campus of Yale, I believe. There's like this video oh God. from I think it's like 2015 or something. And he's on Yale and he's like got a Black Lives Matter uh, uh, picket sign or whatever. And he's like this tall white dude, you know, kind of kind of funny looking guy. And he's just like going around like saying like you got your white privilege out, la 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 la, you know, like just harassing all these people about like white privilege and like uh, <laughs> it, it's so he's funny but they, it's part of that it's like it's showing how ridiculous the ideology is at its like extremes and like kind yeah. of confronting these really affluent people at Yale um and who who actually believe in that stuff by you know kind of confronting them and they seem like freaked out by him because he's just all he's doing is taking it to the extreme of what the ideology actually is but yeah right. it's, it's funny it's really funny and that's that's a huge thing is humor is the best propaganda you know yes. memes best propaganda the left is not funny the, no. the social justice warriors they're not funny they're just mean they're just they're butthurt <laughs> they're butthurt yes yeah no they are they're very mean and uh they rule through fear is yeah. how they how they gain power but um these anti-social justice people are are just very funny um, uh, they, they are play. like take naps is oh he's my favorite Bobby sauce and funny he is so great but I just I just love people that you know they're just doing it in a different way of doing it because I think honestly um, you have some people so stuck in their mentality and I was there too I'm not judging I was the same way um, mm-hmm. humor really does make it better because then it's mm-hmm. just you know it's bringing something light to the table with something heavy yeah. too right yeah. and I think that's how people can digest it a little better. And I think that's what me and Kayla are trying to do with some stuff is like not claiming to be experts, not claiming to know anything. We're just having conversations so that people feel empowered to have the conversations to ask these questions of these weird things that doesn't make sense. And Mm -hmm. to jump outside and talk to different people and make sure you're checking yourself. Check like me and Kayla do all the time. Like I'll send this like, what do you think this is? This bullshit? Is this real? Like, yeah, what is this? Reach out to someone that's opposite to you. Like, you know, I've done that to CJ too. I'm like, hey, like, what do you think? What do you know about this? Yeah, that whole, you know, it's nice to see. And it's not that I need a professional opinion. I need someone that's just an everyday person like me that knows, you know, maybe a little bit more of something than other. I don't know. And I just I love it when people can come to the conversation um, and be like, I don't agree with you, but let's talk about this more. Like, I just want more of that. Like, yeah. get a fresh I, I opinion. Really, yeah, I really hope that it comes in because that helps form my opinion better. And I know more. And um, I actually was watching something the other day. I think it was Bob Proctor. And he said, um knowledge is a power the practice of knowledge is so you can have yeah. as much information as you possibly can but if you don't put any of that into action 
that it's kind of useless, right? Or else librarians would be fucking billionaires, right? And so, <laughs> yes. you know, it's good to have all yeah. these information and all these news places giving you information, but like absorb it, think about it, dissect it. Does it seem good? Talk to people about it and then come to a conclusion and be okay to move that conclusion. Like I knew this yesterday, but okay, uh, a new thing came out, you know, I don't know. I just, I love it when we have these real conversations with real people that are like, yeah, I agree, but I also disagree. And this is why. And that's great. And then I learned something new and then you learned something new. And then now we're just smarter and, you know, we can put that knowledge into power and, and share it. You know, what's all this stuff? Like, why are we consuming all this stuff and not talking about it? What's the point? Yeah, I agree. No, you're totally right on that. The, like, knowledge, the knowledge is power thing, like practicing, like, especially you'll see it on university campus is like, you have really smart people learning a bunch of bullshit and then <laughs> and then uh, they they put it into practice and it's like oh Ooh. it's so sad to see these very very smart people that in another age would have been very talented very you know innovative people but now their minds are kind of corrupted with a bunch of shit and they don't know how to use it and they put it the practice that comes out of it the outcome of that information is just like nothing pretty yeah. much it's yeah. unproductive it, it, it yeah it's so but then sad. they tell you you're nothing if you don't have one of those things and you're oh, like they're not yeah you're not as educated or whatever like if, if you see that quite often and that's quite funny don't let your google search uh discredit my like medical thing or was it like yeah don't let your google search discredit my medical yeah and it's like yeah yeah and it's like yeah but no. don't let your indoctrination discredit <laughs> your fucking own credentials <laughs> That's or the people one. that are paying you perhaps like yeah, yeah. i like it was robin williams said i wish doctors would wear their branding just like nascar drivers you there's know so sponsorships. Mm. Yeah. yeah there's sponsorships yeah and the, and canada's a bit different i think in the sense where it's like there's not just like pill popping places but in the states there definitely are script doctors that are just there to make money yeah. and so again like cool you went to school to help people and you're just giving them prescription you're not telling mm -hmm. them root causes you're yeah. not teaching them how to like, heal themselves yeah, I'm sorry. The respect I have for that is very minimal, even though you went to school and paid a lot of money to learn that. I That that, that respect is not learned in school. Compassion no. is not learned at, at, at studied. You have to have that inside. If you're a shitty person, you don't usually have that. So, the, Some of the dumbest people I've ever met have been, you know, people people who have, like, doctorates. I'm not even kidding you. Some, I like, would some agree people. to this, yes. And a lot of people in university are, are, you know, they think they're, they're top shit because they're, they, you know, they're in an undergrad or whatever, but it's like, no, you're, you're just kind of rich, you know, <laughs> you know, you just have money to go. And, you know, I, I'm in university, like, I can't really, I'm not, I, I, I acknowledge the privilege of going to university, but whether it's productive or economically intelligent to do so, I don't know. Mm. But the point of that is like, you're not just smart because you got a piece of paper mm -hmm. saying that you passed a degree, you know. Um, and all you need to do is look at some of these people on Twitter who are, you know, PhDs or doctors or lawyers and just like scroll through some of the things they say. And it's like, oh, it's, how, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Like intelligence, first of all, does not dictate morality at all. I no. mean, some of the most evil people in our society have been extremely intelligent. And uh, mm -hmm. some of the stupidest people have degrees, and that's just how it is. Like sometimes they're just very conscientious and work very hard, but uh, you know whether they apply that in any productive manner is to totally different. Totally different. 
um, book smart versus street smart, you know, like I know tons of tradespeople who are extremely intelligent people. Um, they don't have a degree, but they're some of the smartest people I know. This whole yeah. uneducated, like look down the nose of the uneducated. They're so, you know, stupid people, people who don't have degrees are so, oh, you know, well, yeah. you know, a lot of the people who have degrees, I'm pretty sure the majority of um, undergrads are, are voting liberal. And mm. I'm sorry, <laughs> like, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, what are you like, doing with your life? I don't know, man. Like, I, obviously, I have kind of like, I don't know, the privilege, I guess, of like, investigating and kind of like, paying attention to politics, which I know a lot of people don't have the time or care to do. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's like, whatever. But uh, when you see people, like, taking these degrees in political science, and then kind of like the opinions they form out of that it's just like like listen you have your own opinion and i could be wrong and you could be right but some of the takes are not very not very smart not very intelligent not very nuanced it's and almost not like being you're open, not being open no, to a different right different no. story different it's like hey that's not the always way we're in 2022 no. things are a lot different than when this was created x amount of years ago in the curriculum yeah 100 percent. not a lot of openness in universities no, not a lot. And white, and and no. you're straight up. I don't have like I went to one year college business, like admin, mm -hmm. nothing huge. And that is always something I've had to fight. Is like, well, you you didn't go to school, and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you guys were going to school, and I mean this kindly. I was out in the working field, and so I might not be yeah. brilliant as a doctor, but if you want to come into my field and to what I do, I'm going to teach you quite, more. Yeah, yeah, than anything could. Like in my field right now specifically, there's no school to learn about inventory and cannabis, so come at me fucking bro with your education no offense um but you know like some things really aren't but I used to take that to heart because when I was growing up in the 90s it was like you didn't get a college education or university you're fucking yeah, dumb you're going yeah, nowhere yeah. and I might not be loaded but I'm really fucking happy I feel like I'm successful and I feel like I'm pretty more in tune to what's going on in the world than some of those people that I went to school with that have spent the last 10 years becoming a doctor great love it preach you you're amazing awesome but don't take mm -hmm. my the last 10 years that I've been living the real world as nothing well yeah and also the conception that everyone who has a degree is like a doctor Smart. or yeah. a lawyer yeah. you know that's that's not the case most yeah. people go for an undergrad and then leave and then are like oh shit my undergrad doesn't really do anything for me like, <laughs> yeah, well, like oh, oh what shit. have you been learning at least your education might be good no no i was learning about like queer studies like no that, well that's not going to help you in any yeah. kind of like financial way no. like at all and um, I said this the other day, you don't learn life skills. Like, it's cool for jobs, but, like, I would have liked to learn about taxes and mortgages yeah, and like savings and RSPs and how those work <laughs> and trading and shit like that, how to buy a house, how to take care of a house. But, no, teach me about a fucking angle that I, what was, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the math. Oh, the math. I got a calculator. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, grade yeah. 7 teacher that said I would never have a, a calculator with me all the time. Guess what? I'm 35 and I've had one since I was 20 years old with me at all times on my cell phone. So suck it, Miss Gray. Suck it. Just yeah. Say. Yeah. With the university, with the university, like from my experience, I would only recommend it if you're, if you're going to, if you're aspiring to get a doctorate. So like whether you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, which is, you know, that's everybody, but only so many people get in. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's very hard to do that anyways. And you do have to be smart to you have to be conscientious and to some degree smart to get into that. 
And um, if you're not going for those reasons, if you're not trying to become an engineer, if you're not going into the sciences, which have a path to, you know, somewhere productive, then just don't take it. Um, you know, if you're going in for an English major and you don't want to become a journalist or a writer for a news magazine or something, then just don't do it. Um, if yeah. you want to be an artist, if you want to like do graphic design or, um, you know, learn to code or want to be a filmmaker or, you know, all those things, I guarantee you that you'll learn a lot more from the internet and just practicing on your own than going to school. I mean, in some cases, yeah, you might learn a thing or two that are valuable and maybe the certificate you need or the degree you need, you'll need to get into a job. But I feel like, and Elon Musk even has talked about this, is like, I don't care if you have a degree, I want to see what you can do. You know, yeah. and a lot of these people who don't have degrees, but have been practicing and practicing and practicing in their spare time um, to, towards their, uh, their career, those people are almost always better than the people holding a degree because they actually value it. Like school is very like grindy and you learn a bunch of shit you don't need to know. Um, or you're just like learning things that you didn't want to know. Um, and you're not, you're not passionate about it. And so, yeah, yeah you, you want don't to give it as all. Don't no. give it your all as much. Don't no. give a fuck. I think there's a goal place for both, right? But I agree. I just hate that. And that's where we're finding online is like you can't have an opinion about something with the, you know, you can't even say what a woman is without being a biologist. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I it's so this funny. is where we're, this is where we're at, team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's going to get worse. I mean, I remember oh, yeah. being in high school <laughs> and like all this stuff was happening. And I'd tell people about like where it's going and they're like, you're no, like, no. No, that's crazy. You're like, okay, well, here we are. And now we're here. Yeah, it's just going to get worse. But more and more people will realize, you know, what's actually happening. Yes, it when just, the pedophobic, when the pedophobic comments start coming out, I'm putting this on air right now. The yeah. next, like, phobic is going to be pedophobic because you're not okay with um, pedophiles. Child group of pedophiles. That's what's, that's what I feel is going to come next. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying what's right or the other. But, like, once that comes, oh, Lord. I am going to be very motherfucking vocal about that. That is a line that I will not cross. Um, mm -hmm. But but you're right. It will go. Because, you know, this is where my question was the other day. I was like, I actually read something where a guy was arrested because, and mm -hmm. like, identify as you want. I'm not whatever. I'll respect whatever. But we have to understand that this is real, that they're good people, but there's bad. So there was a guy that identified yeah. as a, uh, he was a man. And he identified as a young girl that was six years old. So it was okay yeah. for him then to touch a five-year-old boy because he identified as a six-year-old girl. Now, I'm no. sorry, that is it for me. No. That is the line. Um, that needs a lot of yeah. work. And so There's this a lot of red tape there. To be aware that the feelings are good and understanding and being aware of, um, you know, dysphoria and gender identities is very important, but they have to have check and balances as well, just like everybody does. And that is a check that I'm not okay with. Same with, yeah. like, you know, all these people, and this, we'll talk on this quickly before we we jump off here but this one that's just recent that i found that was being blown up by mainstream media in the states versus what happened was the florida gay bill yes um, yeah it's like oh, you can't God. say that and i'm sorry i don't have children um and i imagine it would be difficult to go through some of these things however i wouldn't want my child to be talking about sexual orientation or gender identities with their teacher i want them to teach no. them 
math and science. And I understand that there is a amount of kids that don't have safe spaces at home. I understand that. But there's a lot of kids that have a lot of safe spaces for a lot of other things that no one's talking about either. So why, again, are we just talking about this one subject? There's kids that get abused. There's kids that get abused by the system. There are kids that have mental disorders that aren't taken care of. So if we're going to talk about kids not being taken care of by teachers, well, like it needs to be all of it, not just this one factor. And the fact that people just went off saying you can't say that word. No, it was so that discussions like that didn't happen at school where they do not belong in grade one. Yeah. Pre-kindergarten to grade three is the ages they were targeting in that. And I was just like, what the actual over my mm-hmm. dead body? Like, yeah, there's a huge issue with the state uh, kind of like assuming responsibility for children. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Like uh, the family is supposed to be, you know, the guardian of yep. the child, you know, <laughs> uh, not the state. And as soon as you start uh, letting the state come in and um, and taking responsibility for children, that's really where you do get into like indoctrination, Hitler youth kind of stuff where the state ideology is governing and, and taking ownership over children where it should really be decentralized. You know, that's the whole point of families. Like it is decentralized. You have this family that's into sports, this family's into math, this family's really into academics, you know, and and that's good because the the family values is what's creating diversity. If you really want to talk about diversity um, in a meaningful way, not just based off of skin color, but actual actual meaningful ways in terms of like how people think, which is actually what, you know, we assume we value is how people are in character and how they think and their skills and whatnot, instead of their, you know, gender or skin color or whatever, which is just ridiculous. You know, that's where the true diversity lies is in the family structure, the different experiences they have, instead of centralizing it to this state governed, you know, institution. That's just so not good. Cookie cutter. You're going to create cookies for your children. One size fits all, and it's not that case, yeah, right? No. And, and they say that they're trying to destro- destroy no. the modern family, and you see that they're making, yeah. you know, men be ashamed of being men, women being ashamed of everything. Um, yeah. We can't even kids, be women for fuck's sake. Yeah, no. kids, kids can decide or they can't decide, you know, and they're trying to break families where it's like not just one person has to work, everybody has to work. The kids are at school all day hearing this one certain thing. Parents come home, they're so tired, they don't have time because they're making dinner and cleaning the house then you know kids to bed the kids are being now raised by the teachers the media and their social media apps uh i think what's his song um by hangover gang tom mcdonald like he nailed it i don't know if you guys heard the song brainwash where it was just kind of like you know these are the levels yeah i don't know if you if anybody's heard it but i definitely like take your feelings out of it for a second and listen to the lyrics of the song he fucking nails it um just talking about you know you do this on the night every news or you put on the news all the night you do it to the kids you separate everyone by race religion um social status all of that and then you get them fighting and then you know and then you divide and that is what's happening and that's why the trucker convoy was so exciting because it literally i felt like we were on this trajectory and all of a sudden that convoy just fucking slammed right through it and was like hell no like (laughs) wake the fuck up people like we are all for the same goal it might look different we might have different lives we might have different opinions but at the end of the day we're all for freedom because even though right now this freedom might not be infringed on you because perhaps maybe you have triple vaccines and you can fly maybe you wanted that if you wanted that you have and that's fine you could do that but there's some of us that still don't right and you know so we're not (laughs) yeah like they they had the choice to take it willfully 100 they wanted to even then even if they wanted to i don't believe they had the choice anyways but 
it at least they the choice or the the consequences were kind of in their favor right yeah. um, so it didn't really affect them in that kind of way um whereas you know people obviously didn't have the choice if they didn't want it um so yeah that's just Oh man, I sat down just to speak just for our just for a second um, to our listeners that listen all the time. Guys, the passports are ended in BC, y'all. I went out for fucking dinner on Friday. I went to the gym. I have a gym membership now. Um, Thank you. It was I um, have been doing a lot of crying the last couple days unintentionally because I think most of us probably didn't realize how much that affected us until because you know we're like we don't need it. We don't need this shit. Mm -hmm. But to not be able to have it to then you know be around in society again everyone's smiling everyone's helping each other it was it's just been so good so i hope all my fellow bcers feel really good about that i'm sorry quebec <laughs> i think you guys still have mass <laughs> mandates until the end of april but i i wasn't listening to them the last month anyway so that's really up to everybody now at this point uh i hate to repeat chris guy's saying but mass non-compliance guys like you just have to say no yeah and yeah. not listen because what blows my mind is florida has been this way for what a year now yeah they're fine they are fine they're fine <laughs> so <been> fine. <laughs> we're gonna be fine okay, guys we're doing good um but yeah before we wrap it up cj sorry kayla i did it where i said i was gonna take over you go no that's all good it's all good um before we were talk to you and ask you like where we could like hit for all the listeners and stuff because like we obviously already know talking to you we follow you Places people can go to find actual news versus what you're finding on mainstream media or legacy media. Okay, yeah, that's great because I actually wrote a few people down here for you. Um, first of all, if you're looking for news, and I kind of regret to say this, but um, you should use Twitter for research. But okay. big but, you need to follow the right people. Twitter can be such a valuable tool if you follow the right people um now i have a few people here on on youtube that uh you should look into so firstly i have brett weinstein uh he's a host of the dark horse podcast he's uh, very smart he uh he talks to a lot of people about he's a biologist you know he can say whether a man is a man or a woman um he's certified i guess according to our standards today um but no very smart guy he talks about controversial issues um he's not always right but he uh he's he's got a backbone um so check him out i listen to tim pool he's kind of a hyperbolic um in a lot of the in a lot of cases but he he focuses on american news um he's he's very good he covered blm a lot uh he he does like daily uploads quite a few um he has a podcast called tim timcast irl he's pretty valuable um i've recently started watching breaking points um they, mm. they're really good they're pretty centrist on what they cover they're very anti-mainstream media they try to give uh you know a good perspective on things um if you're a canadian 110 percent watch um or look into follow rebel news rebel news is probably canada's only news station whatever you would call them news organization that actually reports on the news and they have tons of people on the ground tons yeah they have people in australia too um very good people there so definitely follow rebel news um and then kian bex bex that's a k-e-e-a-n 
and then Bext, B-E-X-T-E. He's an Albertan Rebel News journalist. He's pretty good. He was actually on Tim Pool's cast, uh, Tim nice. Pool's uh, IRL. So that, that was really good. Um, Tick History. T-I-K History. He is a He is a historian. He is extremely smart. He, um, he covers a lot of ideological issues. Um, so he talks about like uh, socialism, Marxism, communism, talks a lot about um, like Hitler's regime, Nazism. He talks about fascism a lot. Um, he's a very smart guy. Uh, I'd highly recommend. He talks about the economy and capitalism. He talks about currency and cryptocurrency, stuff like that um, on, on hmm. occasion. Um, Lex Fridman. L-E-X-F-R-I-D-M-A-N. He's also very good. He actually had Mark Zuckerberg on a podcast recently. Yeah, he has a lot of good people. He had a woman talk about cybersecurity. Uh, she worked with the U.S. government. Very smart. She, he has great people on. He's very well-spoken. He's a, I believe he's Uk- or Russian, but he uh, doesn't have an accent. He, he migrated. Um, he's very smart, very calm guy um michael malice another guy uh, michael malice uh pretty smart guy of course jordan peterson yeah very good for you know just talking about uh identity and like responsibility um he's uh, he i've read both his books he's a super smart guy uh, he he also talks about psychology right which is very his yeah. daughter's really smart too i really enjoy her Michaela. right yeah yeah just because she does a lot of like black and white like opposing sides like she did one on abortion where it was pro-abortion and anti-abortion not at the same time but at the end she was like jesus like i yeah so i love that she does those kind of things and i imagine the brilliance came from her dad (laughs) yeah she's great she's great she also had that debate um about i think it was like (laughs) meat diet and like vegan Yes. Like old lady came up and she was saying how like eating meat is white supremacy. Yes. Like, oh my god. It's just like yeah, that's the extreme of that ideology. It's just insane. Then they talk about like sexy chickens too. Like you must yes. think that the chicken is sexy or something if you want to eat yes. it. And Michaela was yes. like, "How do I even?" And this was like, "Isn't was this at like Harvard or something like that?" Something. Um, maybe Stanford. Some Ivy League, and I was like, yeah, "What?" And my boyfriend's very, very like big alpha you know eat meat kind of guy he's like are yeah. you fucking kidding me he's like so now yeah. i'm attracted to chickens yeah so i'm like apparently sexualizing chickens to- oh god <laughs> like just insane and that's you'd be uh, surprised but that's a, as crazy as it is universities teach stuff like that um and they're like you got to keep an open mind well you know <laughs> this is crazy nope. Nope. <laughs> um nope. and they don't teach the other side of the craziness of course Oh, but no. um, if, it, if that were the case and they took a balanced approach, like here's crazy and then here's crazy, uh, find like the middle, but they only teach the one side of the craziness. So it's just like the students always come out a little crazier. And then the, <laughs> the students who are open-minded or critical, they come out like just resenting it. Like I, I definitely have felt that it's like, this is insane. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> university if you're going for, you know, English major, especially, or like poli sci or any of that. Um, I have a couple, like I have two more uh, really good YouTube channels to check out. Definitely check out What If Alt Hist. Uh, It's just what and then if Alt Hist. Uh, He talks about like 
history somewhat, but also like he has one talking about like explaining Gen Z, you know, which is my generation, um, how Canada is going to fall. He, he does a lot of these predictions of like where things are going to go. And he backs it up with history and like uh, he, his, his what, how Canada will fall. Really good one because he talks about like Alberta and Saskatchewan, Western alienation, you know, Ottawa, just like the different conflicts and stuff that go on in countries. And um, so, yeah, that's and he also has a huge one called Understanding Social Justice. So highly recommend. And then last, uh, Economics Explained. Uh, I'm sure it's a, it's a pretty mainstream source of economics, but uh, he does a good job. Um, on a final note, today is uh, the French election. It's the first round of the French election. Um, mm. So definitely take a look into that. Um, you have Macron, the globalist uh, former banker up against uh, Marine Le Pen, essentially. Uh, she's pretty far right um, nationalist. Um, they have huge immigration problems over there. Uh, so that'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Interesting. Keep keep an eye out. I find that I funny keep too. Keep following you too, right? Because you're going to, you'll tell us all that stuff now. We have no more news sources. We're just going to go to CJ's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, follow the council Kidding. journalist on Instagram and uh, Rumble. I, I have uh, ideas for a sub stack and uh, I want to do lo- longer articles and stuff like that. So definitely keep yeah going. we've talked about it just kind of like a, a time is of the time is that you need to acquire before yeah, you I'm can take on more of that <laughs> yeah i have my other papers that i need to write yeah, <laughs> so, same same yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah well yeah uh, well we really appreciate me. this like this conversation it was very informative and you're very like i just like the i like the level of education that you have but the way you you like a non-Arab talking about how you can have the highest level of degree and be an idiot, that is not the case <laughs> when we're talking with you. So it's very refreshing to talk to someone who is educated but can also their opinion or whatever to the side to kind of like have a conversation. And it's been really it's been a good conversation. We've had a lot of great topics that we covered here. Yeah, it's yeah. been great. I appreciate I it. Really it's so good. fun when people can just get together and talk about stuff, whether we agree or disagree, but just talk about it and put it out there and get mm-hmm. people talking. Right. Yeah. I that's the internet. That's, that's crazy. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's internet. our agenda. And also negative Nellies, you know, that negative comments and hate speech towards us just puts us on the algorithm more, which gets us more views, which gets True. our word out there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Like I, that's why sometimes I like going to, let's say drama channels or reporting channels. If it's someone that I don't like, because I'm like, I don't want to give them the view, no. but I, I want to know what happened. So I'm going to go through this drama mm-hmm. channel and they're going to tell me and they'll get the view. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can find out what's happening. Like, I don't want anything to do with the Kardashians. Once in a while, I want to unplug and just listen to stupid. I don't want to give them money, but I'm going to listen to this person on YouTube. That's just a creator talking about this bullshit instead. So there's ways, right? So like, I like that whole regurgitating, like you're regurgitating stuff. It's like, no, I want to listen about this piece of news from the person that I trust that I like that I, yeah. has the same, you know, thought patterns of dissecting the information they're getting, not just like, oh, I read this and I'm going to put it out because I do want media clout. I do want the clickbait. I do want people coming regardless of what I'm saying. And I think that's what mainstream media is now. It's just, I want the focus here. I need the clickbait. I need the traffic, but I don't really care what you're reading inside the article um, because I'm just going to keep getting you come back with these fucking catchy things, right? Exactly. That That's Integrity. the whole purpose of the, 
my my page is uh i i'm somebody i hope you can trust um i try my best i try to correct myself when i get it wrong and i'm trying to bring things people aren't talking about trying to you know uh, shed light on issues that aren't being talked about um i'll talk about the same issues the mainstream media does but i'm not going to frame it like them and i'm probably going to give you longer videos probably longer just raw video that's a, that's a big issue yeah because then everyone can base their opinion. That's one thing I want, I'm not to recircle, but Pierre was like, I want you guys to decide because I respect you guys as adults to, to um, not read it if it's triggering for you or being open-minded and being able to, you know, I'm not going to set up my articles or what I'm doing or how I'm presenting myself for you to digest it perfectly. You figure that out. Like yeah. you yeah. don't get mad at food for how it digests. You just eat the food. Your body is the one in control of digesting it. So yeah, like, you choose the food too. Yeah. Yeah, and what you're consuming, right? And if the news is too much, guys, like I bounced out of some mainstream media a long time ago. I check in just to know what other people are consuming, but I don't consume it personally. I think it's yeah. stupid. Um, and so we follow <laughs> people like CJ, and we talk about it with our friends and on the show. And we are the same way. We're talking about topics that people don't want to talk about, um, especially when it came to like COVID and the vaccines and the mandates. Like, y'all, this is life. Let's fucking talk about it. We might not agree, but let's stop pussyfooting around everything. And let's just get it all out there and, and have a, a safe space where you can, where people aren't going to like hate on you, but like, let's just talk about shit and be cool with it. But anyways, yep. we could go on. This is really great. We're going to have you back because we get everyone addicted to our podcast. So don't worry. Uh, you'll be back very soon. Um, yeah, as always, um, I'm just going to sign off with you on the show. So guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram as well. Make sure you follow our friend CJ Canceled Journalist. We'll make sure we share him throughout the week for sure. And you'll see more from him. Uh, make sure you're following us. I don't really do much on Facebook, but if you're on Facebook, go on there. Um, we are going to be announcing something very, very soon. Me and Kayla are working on on another project we've kind of touched base on we're both really excited about we're going to be in your lives a lot more very soon um so make sure you're listening for that follow us on anchor spotify apple wherever the fuck you listen to us we love you guys so much um keep coming back for more until next time guys bye bam bye Thank you guys so much for stopping by today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more or be updated with episode drops, please make sure to send us some love on our Instagram page, the Be Real Babe podcast. Give us a follow and stay tuned for more realness coming to you next week. Until next time, babes.